listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. And season's greetings. It's that time of the year to hang the stockings, trim the Christmas tree, and board up the fireplace in hopes that St. Nick will pass your house this year. To celebrate the holidays, your horror hosts, Chainsaw Hall and Wolfman Memo, take a look at two Yuletide offerings. First up, Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. And then the creeps visit Finland in the movie Rare Exports from 2010. So a Merry Christmas to all and to all a good fright. And welcome to Podcast from the Crypt. We begin with the reign of terror. A few murders here and there. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? They're coming to get you, Barbara. Why are you doing this to us? Because you're home. Welcome back, Cripsters. Welcome to another episode of Podcast from the Crypt. It's a very special episode. It's our holiday episode. Merry Christmas, all you Cripsters out there. You Cripsters and Grippets. Uh, I am your permanent guest host, Wolfman Memo. And with me tonight, the horror host that has a belly that shakes like a bowl full of jelly. Chainsaw Paul. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> well, it's good to be back. It's been a while. Um, it's been a few weeks. So uh, just like we told you, Cripsters, last time, I mean, it's kind of hard during the holidays. Stuff happens. We uh, intended to do maybe two shows for uh, Christmas, but it's kind of looking like it might be one. Um, so that's probably what's going on. Uh, but uh, instead of... Uh, one review that uh that we usually kind of do uh this time we got two so uh at least you got that it's uh a double feature tonight we got that christmas double feature going on yep, tonight yep. and uh i gotta say i uh i enjoyed uh both picks and uh ba- basically i think uh we're doing home alone and home alone too <laughs> <laughs> and with the with the first one that uh, we were gonna do and it was probably gonna be just uh that one that we we're gonna just focus on uh f- that was the plan in the beginning uh that one was uh silent night deadly night and with that one we uh we intended to do that last year yeah actually me and steve are gonna do it the first year that we we started the huh. show we, we, i fucking bought the blu-ray and we're like yeah we're gonna do it and we did it then the next year 
yeah, I already have the Blu-ray. Let's do it. Nope, we didn't. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then when you told me about it last year, uh, we actually did watch it, and I, I know you already watched it before, with, and uh, you grew up with it. With uh, with me, that was my first time actually watching it. Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying that, and you're like, oh, this is a good movie. I can't wait to talk about it. And <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, and then we just didn't do it. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck happened. We ended up picking totally different Christmas movies. I don't know. I think we ran out of time where it's like when we could have done it, uh, it's like, oh, it's past Christmas now. Well, we're going to have to wait till another time. I don't know how that happened, dude, uh, but, it, you know, it worked out Yeah, because now we're doing it. Yep, yep. And uh, afterwards, uh, Paul hit me up, and he's like, Hey, let's add uh, let's add another one. So we had a few different suggestions, and uh, I was checking stuff out too. And then I was like, uh, "All right, let's." I was like, "How about uh, Rare Exports?" Because uh, I've heard of it, but I've never watched it until now. Um, and uh, I'm glad that we went with that one. It's it's a, it's a good one. Yeah, I was gonna do a Muppet Christmas Carol, but oh man, you know. I I would have been down for that, but uh, that's not horror. So, like you said, that's uh, that is not I'm hard. So down for that. <laughs> I love. Well, I mean, I love the Muppets. It's kind of got horror elements, you know, when he meets the, the ghost of the fucking future. Yeah. And there's ghosts. Yeah. Come on. All right. Uh, it counts. We'll we'll put it on a poll one day, with our uh, with our uh, five uh, fans out there. If uh, we'll you know if they want us to do the uh, the Christmas Carol, which is gonna be the Muppet one, uh, give us a hell yeah. And if you don't, just uh, leave crickets in the uh, comments, please. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. But uh, well, we might get confused with, uh, you know, with uh, Steve. <laughs> oh, like, Steve, is that you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Steve's back. <laughs> uh, we, we miss him over here in the crypt. Uh, even though we might not uh, hear this episode, uh, we got love for Steve. And uh, one day we're hoping it will be back. I got some ranting to do. And if you want to... Uh, join in on it paul or you got some opinions or don't or feel differently on some crap that i'm going to say uh go ahead and uh, let me know but i'm going to go off on a little bit i was uh, thinking about this while i'm at work and you can only imagine i work in retail so uh you can imagine some of the stuff i'm going to say and it has to kind of do with uh, what's going on as far as uh, oh, I already know what the kind of things that you're gonna say, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I've worked retail too. Yeah. So I mean, uh, so what I'm doing, like usually, I'm inside the building. I don't really have to talk to uh, too many people, except uh, just a little bit of interaction with people for the most part. Now I'm uh, basically out in the front uh, where everybody's coming in, and I'm at the door greeting everybody and uh, telling them basically where to go to get assistance if they need it. Which is, uh, for the most part, uh, I don't mind it. It, you know, I got used to it. I, I got used like before. My throat kind of like felt like crap afterwards in the beginning, but I guess it got used to it. it got a little bit stronger. So, I, I, like I said, I'm a person that I love talking on this show because I love uh, the topics that we do. I love the horror. But as far as in my regular life, if I don't have to talk, I enjoy that more. I don't mind being quiet. I don't mind having, uh, you know, being alone with my thoughts if I have that. I do enjoy interaction here and there, and I do like to joke around uh, if I'm comfortable with the people that I talk to. But This sounds like you're doing a, a profile for, like, a dating site or something, dude. <laughs> no, well, I'm not. Just, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. So uh, Yeah, trying to get a date. Huh, yeah, so you uh, sexy crips, crippets out there, uh, 
if you're listening. Not just kidding. So yeah, so that, yeah, that's just... if any of this stuff sounds uh, irresistible, <laughs> hit us up on our Instagram <laughs> for a, a, a date with Wolfman. Yeah, yeah, win a win a date with Wolfman. Uh, we'll go to the. Uh, you can order anything off of the extra value menu at McDonald's. Um, five dollar maximum. Yes, five dollar maximum. If you go over it. Uh, you 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 make up the difference. <laughs> Doesn't that sound romantic? All right. So uh, getting back on to uh, the topic, what I was uh, gonna be ranting on. So that's kind of how I am. I I, I uh, prefer to be quiet, but now I'm out there. Uh, you know, next to all the uh, the crowds that are coming in, and there's quite a bit of people that do come in uh, throughout the day. Uh, when uh, and like I said, while I'm dealing with the people, I don't mind telling them where to go and. I, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I enjoy assisting them if they need it. That way they know where to go get help. I like that, hey, I'm helping them out. That way they, you know, if they have uh, an issue or questions, they know where to wait. They're not just, like, wandering around and getting pissed off that, like, hey, how come nobody's helping me? But what pisses me off is while I'm outside and I'm telling people what's going on, I hate rude people. I don't know uh, how they were brought up. But I hate where I'm like trying to like you've been waiting in line already, so there has to be some patience there. But when you come up to the the front and I'm telling you what's going on and where to get help if you need it, because I'm basically asking them, hey, where do you gotta go and uh, what are you shopping for? Some of them I hate that they're like, well, why do you gotta know? Or they come up with a stupid answer. I'm gonna I, I like I'm like, hey, what uh, what brought you to the store? I came to buy stuff. Or I'm shopping for electronics. Huh. Basically, the whole story is electronics. And of course, you came in to buy something. Yeah, was, they're 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 fucking trying to be assholes. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you giving me a stupid ass answer? Give me, just tell me where you're. I'm going. not gonna lie, dude. Like sometimes, like I feel like being like that. Sometimes I am like that. If I'm just having like a bad day, and someone asks me, like, it's not a stupid question, but in the moment, it seems like a stupid question to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be fucking rude, too, no, so I'm sorry, dude. No, but the, well, the thing is, it's like, I'm not, I'm like, well, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? I'm here to shop, asshole. No, well, the thing is, though, yeah, and I understand that, but I'm like, I'm asking you not because I care about, you know, like you, yeah. or I care about what you're shopping for. I'm like, hey, I just want you to go with, with what you're getting. That way you don't have to, like, be here longer than you have to. This COVID shit's going on, so why do you want to be around a bunch of people? Just go with what you need to get. No, for sure. That way, and then when, if you next time I next time I go there and I, and, I, and I get greeted and they're asking me, I'm like, I'm just just here to browse. Oh, and that I don't mind. <laughs> people, people give me that answer, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. And I tell them, go ahead. You can go throughout the whole store. But uh, and yeah. then I give them, and then I told, but if you do need help, and then I tell them what's going on. I tell them where to go to get help if they need it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and, I'm all. I got five hours to kill, so I'm just gonna browse. And that doesn't make sense either. <laughs> why, if, when COVID going on, why do you want to be here with a bunch of people, and you're just gonna be looking and you don't need nothing? Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> so, well, you know, because I got five hours to kill, dude. I'm bored. <laughs> and that, that's a, that was one of the coworkers was telling me about that stuff, too. Like, I don't understand. It's like, I don't get it either, man. I was like, if I'm going to buy something, I buy something. Or if I if I got I got it in my mind, something brought me here. I'm not just here to like, okay, let me just walk around. And if I get germs and die, uh, you know, I'm taking that chance. I was like, no, no, no not, for sure. <laughs> I'm like, like, it's not worth it. <laughs> right now with this pandemic going on, yeah, like the smart people of the world wouldn't do that. No, but 
Yeah. You know, but before all this shit, like, I would do that all the time. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, especially before I before I had kids and all that. Yeah. If I was bored, dude, I'd go down to Suncoast mm-hmm. when they used to have Suncoast. Yeah. And I just stay there for like hours, just looking at all the fucking DVDs and shit. Yeah, and I get that because I mean, I used to, like like uh, I've I've talked to you, Paul, and and I mean, I would go to book off, and I do the same thing. I'd just be there looking through all the used DVDs, trying to see if I spot a, a gem in there or something that's not too expensive. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to get this. This yeah. is cheap. Or or oh man, this movie is like cool and it's not that bad of a price, and I can't find it anywhere. Cool, you know, I got that. Or, oh man, I just wasted a bunch of time. I didn't find nothing, but uh, uh, you know, maybe I was just—it was kind of like a treasure hunt, you know. So yeah, I'm, exactly. But it's you know, times are different. So like I said, it bothers me when people are rude. I hate when they come up and uh, they say those kind of things, or I start talking to them, telling them where to uh, where to get help, and they start walking away from me while I'm telling them where to go, and I'm re- and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, really? So. I'm telling you where to get help, and you're walking away from me. So if you do need help while you're in there, you're gonna be stupid, and and they're gonna be wandering around why no and wondering why people aren't helping you because you're not going to the right spot. That's just in my head. I can't say all that, and I hate that I had sometimes I gotta chase people down and tell them. Uh, what do you think about that, Paul? Like, do you think that's just rude, or is that cool that people do that stuff? No, I think it's stupid. Yeah, and- but but you know what? I I'm the type of person that like I don't I don't like getting help from people when I'm trying to find something. Well, I like in a store. I understand. I would rather walk around and try to find it myself. Yeah, well, I mean, than ask like, hey, uh, hey, you know, where's this? Where's that? I'm like, I know the general area where it'll be. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna go find it myself. Yeah, and I get that. I mean, when people go, oh, I know where it's at, and I can just grab it. I'm like, okay, come on in. Uh, as long as you don't need help, you're good. But if, if it's something like, oh, I need to get a 65-inch TV, you're going to fucking need some help with that. So yeah, exactly. so you're going to have to listen to where you're going to have to go or you're going to uh, be, you know, be wandering around. And it's like I wish that I could tell the people on the floor, hey, this person, uh, they don't need any help. So if they come up to you one, or are in some other spot pissed off because they don't know where to go to get help, that's their fault. So, you know, I, and then well, another thing that, that was coming up while I was there was, like, I'm talking to people and, like, sometimes we can't let people in in certain areas when we get backed up, like, uh, returns areas, sometimes we're backed up, and then some people are like, oh, I came in to return stuff, and then uh, most of the time I tell them, hey, well, it's backed up over there, I mean, especially with COVID, like, you can't let so many people in in certain areas sometimes. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, uh, it'll be a few minutes, but when it goes down, I'll check every so often. And then once it goes down, you'll be coming on in, but it's going to be a few minutes just so they got a heads up. Uh, you know, I like to tell people how it is. Um, and then with with uh, with uh, some people, I was like, I could tell that they're fucking lying to me. Like they come up and they're like, yeah, I'm going for that. And then like when I tell them that it's backed up, oh, well, uh, I just want to do this and that. And like, it's like, come on, man. I was like, you just told me one story and now you're changing it up just to get inside. You know, I, I had that one time. Yeah, that's to, exactly what it is. I had that tonight, today, and I had some kid, oh, yeah, I came by, and I got to do this, and, like, over at the uh, cell phone area, I got to, I want to ask him about this and that, like, some type of uh, questions regarding uh, either a plan or some kind of thing, and I'm like, okay, well, they're backed up over there. It's going to be a few, oh, well, I just wanted to find out about policy and this. I was like, well, they can help you over at customer service, but they're not going to be able to help you over in in the phone area because they're backed up and it's going to be quite a while. So if you want to wait, you can wait. Oh no, I just want to. Okay. I was like, fine, 
go on inside, go to customer service, they'll help you out. Later on, I go, you know how I told you, I go inside to check every so often at the service desk to see if it's backed yeah. up. Guess where I found that kid? Over in the cell phone area. That asshole. <laughs> that asshole. So uh, I go. I, I, I even told, like, we have walkies, so I tell the person, I was like, hey, so-and-so, that person you're talking to, that kid right there, he told me he was going to customer service because I know you guys are backed up over there. So that's who you're talking to right now. So... I was just like, okay, whatever. But I was like, I already know that guy was lying from the beginning. So, Memo was getting ready to go throw that kid out of the store? I probably should Holy have. Holy shit. I probably should have, huh? <laughs> Tell him, hey, can I? Uh, you should have screamed COVID and started pointing at him. COVID! COVID! <laughs> this kid's got COVID. <laughs> and see what, see if he fucking felt good about going in there. This kid's got COVID. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Kill him! <laughs> the fucking... The the torches and fucking lynch ropes are already coming out. Yes, uh, I'll I'll just I'll call him an ogre instead, like uh, Shrek. <laughs> well, that's my little rant right there. It's just like shit that you have in your head while you're working customer service. Um, and uh, yeah, you know what's funny though? I was the last time I was in there was like a couple weeks ago, yeah. and you know, like I they they, they asked me like, uh, hey, do you do you know what you what you need where you're going? I'm like, yeah, I know exactly where I'm going. They're like, okay. So I start walking towards the video games, and then I get there, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Where's the video games?" Like they totally like move, re- like rearrange the store. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh shit! I should I should I should have probably told them where I needed to go." <laughs> <laughs> it was like on the other side of the store. I was like, "God damn it!" Because because I, I was for a little while, I was like walking around like, "Where the fuck's the video games?" Yeah. So uh, another thing that happened, like uh, like how I told you that people gave me like. Uh, their shitty answers like, well, I come here to shop or, uh, you know, the uh, I come here to get electronics. It's like be- everything in here is electronics. <laughs> I should I should go up. I'm like, I'm, I'm here to get a Coke. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, we got them over there. I'm here to get a Coke <laughs> and some gummy bears. <laughs> you came to the right place, fella. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. so like I said, when they gave me the stupid answers like, hey, I came here to shop, it's like, uh, well, we're closed <laughs> or... Hey, you gave me the, the, you know what? You win the prize for the stupidest answer ever. <laughs> so yes. that's the kind of stuff I wish I could say. But, uh, you know, we can't say that stuff. So, uh, I mean, that was that was my rant. And I know I went on for quite a while. But uh, I just had to get that off my uh, my hairy wolfman chest. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should do that with my mask off and just spit on them. And they'll be like, oh, shit, he's going to kill me. Literally. Yes. Hey, we should totally like start a, a whole new segment of Wolfman's rants. Uh-huh. Well, I mean that's just uh something that just was just in uh you know, I was thinking about throughout the week and I had that today, so it's fresh. Not I mean not totally fresh, but it's pretty fresh. Where I was like, Oh man, I just gotta get this off my chest right now. Um Yeah. Yeah, now that I think about it, it probably wouldn't work <laughs> seeing how our segments go. <laughs> we 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 never fucking do them on a regular basis. Yeah, so I mean that's just I just And then we kind of forget about segments and shit. Like I thought we were supposed to have a video game segment and like a fucking story time and shit. <laughs> well, I mean I, I guess it's whenever we remember. Yeah, and I mean when we can add that stuff in. We could I, I got to I, I got to do that so uh that's something the Wolfman has to work on because, like I told you, Paul, I got a crap load of stories in that book, and I'd love to share them. There's quite a few that are pretty cool, um, and they're short. You know what you should do? Like, 
like just in case we can squeeze out another Christmas episode this month. Yeah. Try to find like a, a creepy Christmas story or something. I'll see. There's uh, got to be more than just like a fucking Christmas carol. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm I can look through that or thing like and I'm sure story could, of Krampus or something. Yeah, I'm sure there's gonna be something and hope you know hopefully it's short enough where it'll work for the show. Um, cause yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, cause I don't want to do it in parts, and then it's like, uh, oh, Christmas is over. Guess we'll have to wait till next year to find out what happened. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or right, or wait, do we this segment in four parts? We'll see you guys in four years. That way, you'll have it all together. By well, then. I mean, we're already kind of known for that. <laughs> I'm like, we got the first part of Chris's story like two years ago, and uh, we're still waiting for that second part. <laughs> well, <laughs> now on his defense. Like, I don't want to make it sound like, oh, fucking Chris, you know what I mean? Huh. He accidentally deleted his whole fucking story. Oh. And he didn't ha- he didn't have a backup. Oh. So instead of trying, because we talked about it, too, and I agree with him. Yeah. Instead of trying to remember everything that he had, because, mm-hmm. you know, like when you're writing, dude, and it's coming to you, like it's in the moment. Yeah. You're 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 picturing everything and it all flows. Yeah, and, and if you try to you recreate a, that, it doesn't fucking work. Yeah, and you have a certain vision at that time, and it's going. You're going. What's, yeah, what's there? And then uh, I mean, so he did try to he did try to uh, rewrite that second chapter, and it just wasn't working out. So I told him, hey man, just fucking scrap it and start with this other idea that he had. So he's working on that. So huh. when he does get back on the show, he's gonna have a completely new story. And That's- this time he said. He's going to write the whole thing and then actually have all the, like, do a bunch of backups and shit, send it to me so I can back it up. And so, yeah, that's why we haven't heard the rest of his story, The Storm, because huh. he lost it. The world may never know, like uh, Tootsie Roll Pop commercial. Yes. All right, Cripsers. So it's one of those moments in the uh, podcast that you all look forward to. It's horror news time with your horror hosts. And newsman, Chainsaw Paul. All right, all right. So, uh, yeah, the news is slim pickings. Um, I did find a couple of things, but I was like, man, this shit's not really that interesting. Um, there was some news about it chapter three that is basically just like everything that everybody knew that they planned on doing. They're planning on doing something and it being a prequel. Nothing's confirmed. So if we get anything that's confirmed, we'll mention uh-huh. that. Uh, really the only thing I have is, uh, Hacksaw All news. Right. We told you, uh, a couple episodes ago that it's coming out on the 5th of January. Uh, it's actually on Amazon. For pre-order now, you could get the DVD pre-ordered for twelve ninety-nine and guarantee that fucking slot. That's a good price, man. Yeah, dude, that's that's a steal. Yeah, so twelve ninety-nine. Uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and you know the Wolfman is cheap, so uh, he does love that price. Twelve ninety-nine for a brand new horror movie uh, that's just coming out, and it's a good one too. Since we, you know, we got to preview it, uh, that is an awesome price. I I am down to get one for sure. Yeah, I mean, I was a little disappointed that they don't have a Blu-ray option, but, you know, whatever. The DVD will work fine. And actually, when I think about it, I like Blu-ray for the clarity, obviously. Yeah. But with this kind of movie, you want that grittiness. The DVD will probably actually complement it, you know, with that grittiness. 
Yeah, Hacksaw on DVD, and I, be- I believe digital. I actually didn't look into that. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Well, hopefully it has both. Uh, but I know for sure, like you mentioned, I did see that it did have that uh, DVD option because they had that pre-order going on. Um, so I'm, uh, I got to get my copy sometime soon for sure. So uh, all you gore hounds out there, all you Cripsers that love gore, which is like basically all of you, uh, if you're down for gore, then you'll love this movie. And uh, when the gore comes, it comes hard. And uh, when you come, you do want to come hard. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) there you go. Uh, That's a uh, double entendre, a uh, innuendo, sexual innuendo right there, innuendo right there. So uh, (laughs) there we go. There you go. Uh, Top of the... uh, We don't get very many of those from Wolfman. (laughs) He's kind of a prude. Uh, So, uh, yeah, there we go. And uh, I'll I'll start talking about dicks and titties and... He, he's just silent. I, I do get silent with that because I'm like, you're inappropriate, Paul. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, but it kind of makes sense me uh, saying that, especially uh, now I hope I got you guys intrigued about that, what I just said, uh, because when you watch that beginning part of the movie, it'll all make sense as far as that uh, innuendo and the gore stuff going on. And Paul knows what I'm talking about. Yep, you're definitely going to fucking enjoy this movie, so get that shit. Ah, we're getting ours. Okay, so uh, the next bit of the hard news, which is probably the last bit for tonight, um, I did find a video that was sent to me on YouTube uh, that I followed the, this group. Um, and it's a horror uh, group that, that usually puts out some music videos. Uh, they actually did a, uh, a Danzig uh, mother video with, uh, of course, has to be with Jason. Uh, the the group that I'm talking about is the Merkins. Uh, so they if you guys uh, haven't heard of them, you guys got to check their stuff out. Check out that mother video. It's pretty cool. I know uh, Chainsaw Paul is a big fan of Jason, Friday the 13th. So I know he's going to check that out. Yep. And he's going to love that stuff for sure because that's his pet. Dude, and I, loved, I love fucking Danzig too, but when he was in the Misfits. Yeah, that's so that and and Salwin. Yeah, so that's like a double uh, whammy right there for you. The, uh, you know, you love Jason, you love Danzig. What what uh, what can what can go wrong right there? Nothing, nothing. I tell you, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Unless Danzig directed it, directed the video himself. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about that movie he put out a few months ago? No. Ah, I forgot what it was called. Like, ha, ah, something with the V. I didn't even bother fucking watching it because everyone says it was a, it was a fucking stinker. Ah, uh, I forget what it's called. Well, it doesn't matter because you're not gonna want to watch it anyway, Cripsters. Uh, are you sure? Was it was it bad or was it good? No, everyone says it's fucking horrible. Oh, then uh, yeah, maybe the Wolfman's gonna tune out with that one too. So uh, he's gonna follow the crowd of the Cripsters, and probably not watch it, even though Chainsaw Paul will watch it or have you watched it, Paul? I haven't. I mean, I may watch it. I think it's on Shudder, actually. Yeah, it is. Oh wow! I may watch it just to see how bad it is. But watch this, like, well, I don't know. We're gonna then, watch. I got other shit to do. We're gonna watch it. And we're gonna love it. <laughs> Look out for the Merkins. Check them out on YouTube. They've got quite a few videos. They're uh, big time horror fans. They uh, the videos that they have. One of the uh, funniest ones. There was uh, one with uh, Leatherface on there, and I think I sent that one to Paul and. Uh, I know you like that one, Paul. 
The leather piece. Yeah, I, I watched that one. I, I I'm not gonna lie, Wolfman. I didn't watch the one you sent me earlier today. I know. I started to, and then when I saw what it was, I was like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I just didn't feel. I, I didn't feel like watching that oh. at the moment. Well, I mean, they got quite a few, and then I, they even got like Man in the Box kind of one. But of course, with the box, they have a uh, Pinhead doing that song, and they do an awesome job. It yeah. do, it does sound like Alice in Chains, whether. It, with the vocals and the same thing with the uh the Jason one that I sent you even though you didn't uh catch that one Paul they do pretty much do sound like uh Danzig while they're doing it. I'll watch it later. Yeah, so uh, I think you- I don't know man when it comes to like uh like funny videos and shit like I I don't know. I don't really watch that kind of stuff very often, especially <laughs> like on YouTube. Oh, well, I mean, I think you enjoy it. the music's good on it. So uh you know, tell me what you think about it uh next time I catch you Paul on the next episode. <laughs> All right, so uh um, next episode of Podcast from the Crypt. Uh, there we go. So uh yeah, that's us. Don't forget the name. We should get somebody like like one of those announcers from like drama TV series huh. and like with that you know like that dramatic voice and be like on the next episode of Podcast from the Crypt. Yes, with the uh crazy uh soap music. Yeah, like a soap opera. Yeah, the soap music. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like on uh I don't know if you watched uh uh, Futurama, Paul, but uh, they used to have that with the uh, Calculon character where they would have that music. Yeah, going. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, so it did have that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it did have that music right there. So uh, that would work. <laughs> All right, folks. So, uh, hey, if there's anybody out there listening right now that has that kind of dramatic, deep voice, send us a bunch of fucking clips that we could use for the show. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I can't do that voice. No, no, no. You, I mean, you guys are listening to me right now. I can't do that voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough for the the news for this episode. Uh, you got any fucking birthdays oh, man. for us? Wolfman? Do I got birthdays for us? It's birthdays galore this time, man. Uh, All right. Yeah, sometimes I go with like maybe two, three names the most, and uh, I don't know. Since the last time we had the uh, the episode go on. Uh, damn, I can say there's a lot of names to go through and there's some, uh, you know, some names that, uh, people will recognize for sure. All right. So I'm going to just, uh, say the names and after we go through the list, we may talk about a few of them, but I just want to mention, uh, some of the people that I have down and, uh, so going on down the list, moving on down, moving on down the list. <laughs> okay, so on top of my list, Jamie Lee Curtis, happy birthday. Uh, Harold Ramis, God rest his soul, but uh, thanks for all the stuff you've done. Uh, Boris Karloff, you know, also gone but not forgotten. Uh, Robert Kurtzman, uh, I don't know if you remember who that is, Paul, or heard of him. But uh, he's done the makeup for different stuff. Uh, when he, what, some of the stuff he's famous for, Dust Till Dawn, Wishmaster, The Haunting of Hill House. He's been on Doctor Sleep, so uh, pretty good stuff right there. Uh, there's Joe Dante, of course, Gremlins right there, and uh, what the Howling. Uh, not too shabby. Howling, the Burbs, yeah. fucking oh, Piranha. Now that you mentioned all the good fucking movies, huh, dude. Now that you mentioned the Burbs, I finally did get myself a copy of that. At book, oh nice! At book off, and it's a it's a multi feature with uh, your boy Tom Hanks, um, and 
And it does have, uh, what was it, the burbs and something else. Oh, uh, and, of course, it uh, one cool thing that I haven't seen for a long time, Dragnet. So uh, I'm looking forward to watching oh, the Dragnet yeah. again. Um, Love Dragnet. Yeah, so uh, going on down, going on down the list. Uh, we've got uh, David, David Howard Thornton. Art the Clown. Yes, there we go. Uh, we got Richard Brake. We love him over here at the Crypt. Awesome job in uh, yes. those Rob Zombie movies. And, of course, uh, Game of Thrones, the Ice King himself. Uh, we've got, uh, oh, one of the biggest names, one of the guys that I love. Your, cu- your uh, cousin hit me up. She knows how much I love this guy. Tony Todd, the Candyman. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, lots of love for that man. She, what, she hits you up about it? Like, yeah, what's your obsession with uh, yeah, because, Tony Todd? Well, it's Wolfman. Yeah, it's because you know we mentioned him and uh, we mentioned how much I got love for him, and sometimes we go a little bit <laughs> overboard with it, like just right, like right now. Uh, but I think it's awesome. Like you know, like as far as uh, like uh, you know those higher icons. I mean, the Candyman didn't get many sequels or nothing, but it, there's gonna be a new one coming soon. Yeah, I mean, good good actor, and uh, I think you probably like watched them beforehand. And I know uh, Paul, you've caught him on the remake of uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yes, he was fucking amazing in that. Yeah, and uh, I really want to watch that again because, of course, I know uh, the classic with the with the uh, remake. I might have just watched it once. And I was like, I got to watch it again because I know it's a good one. Well, there you go. It's on my Voodoo account, so fucking watch that shit right after the show. <laughs> Might as well, huh? Um, yeah. Yeah, I got I got to watch that. And uh, some, some other people have been hitting me up about other stuff. I was like, man, I got to rewatch that too because it's been a while. Um, there's also... Actually, that makes me think of, like, as you're saying people are hitting you up about watching stuff, like, we need you Cripsters on our Instagram to, to give us some recommendations. Yeah. Like, uh, it's not like we're running out of ideas or anything, but, you know, we want your participation and involvement with the show as much as we can. Yeah. It's fun for us, you know, when we don't really have to think about what we're watching because you guys pick it for us, <laughs> hey, especially if it's something we haven't seen. Yeah, and one thing I got to say, uh, Cripsters, if you do uh, send us something, whether it's good or bad, uh, if you like it or you're just saying it, you're just sending it because uh, you're like, oh, man, this one's bad. You guys got to watch it because it's so horrible. Or, or whatever, we got our opinions over here, and uh, if we like it, we'll say that. And if we uh, we think it's horrible or uh, whatever, how we think about it afterwards, uh, don't feel bad. Like, hey, you didn't send a, a great one. We we love that stuff. Either if, you know if we like it or don't. As long as we got some strong opinions on it, we're cool with that. Um, you know, everybody does has different tastes out there. Paul's got his taste. I got mine. Some of it's the same stuff. Some of it's not. I mean, some of the stuff that he thought's like, you know, the best uh, like comedy stuff out there. His comedy might be be different to what what I find uh, funny. So uh, it's all good. I uh, I uh, you know, I love all that different horror stuff that we have out there, and uh, you know, some of it could be hit and miss. After Tony Todd, uh, we've got Mick Garris. He's directed quite a few things, and of course, lots of people know him from uh, the Sanderson Sisters. And what movie is that, Paul? Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. And uh, that's doing big things. Oh, dude, side note, side note real quick. The, the other day, uh, my my daughter comes in, and I think she had, like, a like her Halloween fucking witch hat on or something. Yeah. 
But she's like, I'm the Sanderson sister. Ah. I was like, oh, my God, I fucking love it. Man, uh, you're raising her right, Paul. She's uh, got that love for that horror yep. stuff there. Uh, and witches yep, in Halloween that stuff. Movie. We watched it like 10 times over Halloween this huh. uh, a couple months ago. So, <laughs> uh, and, and like she did this just like last week or whatever. So like for her to even remember. Huh. was fucking awesome. I was like, oh, my God, I love you so much. Huh. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Like, uh, some things that kids watch over and over again, they're like, this again. But, like, with this one, Paul's like, okay, we'll watch it 20 times. I'm good with that. Yes. She's like that with Killer Clowns from Outer Space, man. Huh. Every time, like, I'm on Netflix or something and, like, you know, it'll it'll show, like, watch again or or we recommend, you know, show the icon. Yeah. She's like, let's watch Killer Clowns. <laughs> and then she starts singing the song. Yeah. <laughs> and she's only four, dude. Huh. She's only four. So, like, it's it's so awesome. See, that's uh, that's kind of like uh, how I started, but I just wasn't as hardcore as her. But the uh, family gr- that I grew up with, uh, most of them weren't, like, uh, all, like, into horror, like, uh, how we are. Um, yep. So that kind of plays a part. The good thing uh, she's got... Uh, dad that loves horror um yeah so going on back into the topic we got a few more last few names uh we've got the the prince of darkness himself ozzy osbourne it was his birthday recently so happy birthday ozzy the Ozman. uh there's also the last one that i'm going to mention is rick baker which he's, we've mentioned before and of course he's awesome love all his work that he's done the last name I'm going to mention is, of course, Chainsaw Paul. Woo-woo! December baby. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Paul, uh, knowing you, I think you were born on the wrong month. You sure you're not an October baby? <laughs> Just I kidding. I know, right? <laughs> I should be. But you know what? I fucking I love this time of year, though. Huh. I mean, as much as I like Halloween and the fall, yeah. I fucking love like Christmas time and fucking winter, dude. So, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Huh. Well, uh, you got any other names you want to mention, Paul? Yeah, I got one more. Last but not least. And it was just a few days after mine. Chris McEwen. Oh, man. Happy birthday, Chris. Cripsters that have been listening to the show since, like, the beginning, they remember Chris. Yep. But, yeah, it was his birthday on the 7th. I don't remember how old he is, though. <laughs> huh. So Paul, I know he's younger than I am. So Paul, uh, what? Uh, how old are you now? Thirty nine. Thirty nine, man. Fuck. You're one. Uh, you're one more year, and uh, you're hitting the big yep. old four zero, which uh, yep. I, uh, which I've already uh, jumped off the cliff on, because I'm already past that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but still. <laughs> what? What is? What is it? What is the old saying? Like you, you're young at heart. That's all that counts. <laughs> It's all right. I'm uh, I'm fine like wine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So uh yep. yeah. 39. So uh for all those uh birthdays right there that we mentioned and for uh any of you cryptos out there that got December birthdays, uh happy birthday to y'all. Yeah, happy birthday fuckers. Or uh how how about I just say uh merry birthday to you all. There we go. <laughs> yes. H- have a merry birthday yeah. to us all. Yes, merry birthday, Paul. <laughs> Yes, that's very festive of you. Hey, and uh, since I'm mentioning birthdays, uh, for all you people that uh, don't have birthdays on Thanksgiving, I mean uh, Christmas, <laughs> on uh, on December, uh, happy unbirthday to you and happy unbirthday to myself. 
There you go. Yes, because I'm a fan of uh, Alice in Wonderland, if you guys didn't get that reference. All right, so... Uh, I sure as fuck didn't. <laughs> Paul's... And I think I laughed at it, too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I mentioned that to other people, and some a lot of people don't get that. Um. So, yeah, that's uh, the birthdays, and uh, we're moving on to the main course, the main event of the night, which are the reviews. the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. So, uh, yeah, we're doing Silent Night, Deathly Night. Uh, that was made in 1984. Uh, directed by Charles E. Sellier, Jr. Uh, written by Michael Hickey. Michael likes to give hickeys. Just kidding. Yes. <laughs> so uh, it's based on a story by uh, Paul Cammy. Uh, it's starring uh, Robert Brian Wilson as Billy at 18. Uh, there's uh, three Billies that are in this movie, so I'll name those guys. I was going to say, there's like a lot of Billies. Yeah, there's three Billies in this movie uh, that I'm aware of. Maybe there's more. That's Billy at age eight and uh, Jonathan Best. That's Billy at age five. Uh, there's also Will Hare, who plays Grandpa. There's uh, Charles Deercup, uh, that is the uh, killer Santa. Uh, Lillian Chavon is uh, Mother Superior. There's uh, Gilmore McCormick, uh, that's Sister Margaret. Tony Nero is Pamela. Britt Leach is Mr. Sims. Alex Burton, that's Ricky at 14. And Max Broadhead is Ricky at 4. And there's uh, Melissa Best, who is Infant Ricky. That's that's pretty crazy. We got uh, three Rickies there. And uh, three Billies, but the crazy part that I'm mentioning is uh, Infant Ricky was actually a girl. <laughs> I was like, if I didn't uh, look through this list and and, uh, and find that out, I would have never known. And so for the quick synopsis, right off of IMDb, because I'm fucking lazy and didn't want to write my own. <laughs> little Billy witnesses his parents getting killed by Santa after being warned by his senile grandpa. That Santa punishes those who are naughty. Now Billy is 18 and out of the orphanage 
and he just has to become Santa himself. Hmm. That's kind of a confusing synopsis because I don't think it that's really what's going on. Yeah, the that person uh, uh that needs to be rewritten. <laughs> yeah. It, it should have been more like it was yeah, it was forced to become Santa and goes batshit crazy. There we go. Yes. That I is correct. I should have just wrote my own. Yeah, I mean, all of the other stuff's good. Just uh, that last part you said, that's uh, perfect. Just etch out that last part that that person wrote. There you go. All right, so uh, that's basically it right there, folks. And uh, we're done with our review. Not just kidding. <laughs> yeah. On to the scores. <laughs> this movie was right. horrible. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paul, uh, I mean, I think we both talked about this movie a little bit beforehand, uh, at least last year as well. And we like you mentioned, talked about it a lot last year. Yeah, so it was and the like, first time you have watched it. Yeah, that's the first time I watched it. And like you mentioned, uh, I did enjoy that movie. I still do. I haven't changed my opinion on it. Uh, uh, was there stuff in the movie that you didn't like, or um, know? not really? I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times, and like every time I watch it, I like it even more. Huh. All right. I don't know. Oh. I start appreciating stuff that I guess I didn't notice, like the previous viewings. I guess I don't know. Huh. But I really like this movie. All right, cool. Uh, with me, I mean, uh, it's not it's not a perfect movie. I can't say it is perfect. We'll no. uh, it, and that'll reflect on my score. Uh, but as far as uh, like stuff I, like that, I re- you know that I didn't like on the movie, I can't really say uh, much to that. I mean, for the most part, I did like the movie. Um, I can nitpick here and there, but I thought it was a good movie. I know that, uh, like, from what I heard before, and then I've seen stuff afterwards, where uh, when people talk about this movie, when it first came out, it was controversial because, uh, you know, people see that it has Santa, and then there's, like, a killer Santa in it, and they didn't want that message going to, uh, you know, the kiddies out there. Yeah. Uh, for us horror people that can get past that, and kind of times have changed as well. Um, it's, you know, we're, we're cool with it. What's crazy is it is a good movie. <laughs> so it's kind of funny like if someone actually watches it it is a good movie and if they just hear kind of what it's about and then they just form an opinion without watching it uh i kind of think that's pretty close-minded myself yeah for sure i mean i if you because if you watch it and then uh you form that opinion about it and you got your reasons i understand that i mean you might have it i might have a differing opinion but uh i'm sure for the most part the people that were protesting they just kind of uh, heard a rumor about it or, you know, heard it from someone else. And then they're like, oh, I'm never going to watch this stuff because of what it has. And they just kind of get like, dude, there's. Well, I mean, I can, I can kind of understand it, dude. Like, yeah. you know, like you said, especially in those times, you know, things are a lot different now. Um, so, I, I mean, I do understand it, you know, like you got Santa Claus and it's supposed to be this uh, joyous thing that see i understand like where you're coming from paul and like where the people are coming from but you're kind of mentioning like if that was actually and my thing is if it was actually santa doing this killing like he snapped and went crazy or something but way that the way they portrayed in the movie is that this guy's one of the guys that dress up like santa but he's actually a scumbag killer guy so yeah no no yeah we get that because we've seen the movie but, you know, these people that were protesting at the time, like, they're just looking at the marketing. And that's where I, I understand. Because you have, like, the poster was a Santa, Santa coming out of the chimney, his arm, with an axe. The name of the movie, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Like, that that right there yeah. is just showing, like, Santa's a killer, you know what I mean? 
it's not the real Santa, mm-hmm. but that's still what they're portraying, you know what I mean, in the movie. That even just a guy dressed up as Santa killing people, that's just it just goes against everything that's good about the idea of Santa Claus and what uh. he stands for and all that, you know what I mean? Especially with the kids. So I understand it, but it just turns out that it was actually a good movie and probably pissed more people off because of that. If it was a horrible movie and they were protesting, I'd be like, okay, go go for it. <laughs> you know, like, hey, you're trying to get this this actual good movie out of the theaters? Come on. I mean, I like the, you know, I the, one of the things that I most enjoyed about this movie was uh, some of the parts when it kind of does feel kind of grindhousey, like where uh, where he kind of where where Billy already snaps, and then it's it's got those people that are on the sleds, and it has the bullies and the people that were actually on the sleds, and then the bullies take their sleds, and then they sled down, and then it gets all grainy when they get to that part where it, where Billy comes out out of nowhere and chops that dude's head off. Uh, I thought that that was done well. The shot was done well. And uh, the look of it at that time, and and the the uh, the you know all of that stuff, I thought it I thought it was awesome. I, that was kind of one of my favorite parts. Now I will I will say this, and I I know the scene that you're talking about, but I I can't picture like the graininess that you're talking about. Now there are some scenes in the movie that completely look different than the mo- yeah. than the rest of the movie. Like the movie comes in nice and clear, like it was been it's been remastered or just shot differently and then there's like these certain scenes that just look like real shitty and real like you said grindhousey and grainy well some of it is just like uh be, like you can tell like the lighting wasn't done well at the at that point like it seemed like if they got like a like a camera that they that was uh you know not as good quality as the rest of it like oh well let's get this home camera it's because we're watching the original unedited versions or version when the movie was coming out they had to do a lot of edits because they were uh-huh. start. They started getting into like the NC seventeen and all that. So to get it to a, a rated R, they had to do a lot of cuts. So what we're seeing is with those those cut scenes added in, and they just didn't have those mastered to the the scope as the rest of the movie. That's why those those scenes look so different. I'm gonna have to uh, rewatch it again. I mean, it is still Christmas time, and uh, I, like I said, I did enjoy the movie, so I'm not going to mind one bit watching it one more time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of those cuts are like, they're they're uh, gorier, so I get it, but some of them were just like, maybe it was for time issues, because it was like, just certain characters walking a little bit more towards a, an area, or yeah. a little bit more dialogue, it wasn't like anything bad. So it might some of it might have been just for like time restraints, but yeah, that's why those scenes like look so fucking different. It it's because it they put them in after the fact. Yeah, I noticed that kind of like uh, like the the one you're talking about where it's kind of like where they might have taken out from time, where uh, some of those had to deal with uh, with Billy and his, and his boss at the toy store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's actually what I had in my mind when I was saying that. Yeah. Like they were just kind of talking to each other and. So it's like, uh, why yep. would they take that out for being bad? Yeah. So I um, think it's just time. Uh, so time uh, issues. What, if with uh, Chain, Chainsaw Paul, you're, uh, you know, it's an '80s movie, and with '80s movies, of course, there's got to be boobs shots in this movie. Uh, what were your thoughts on those? <laughs> on the quality of boobs? <laughs> I don't know about the quality of boobs or uh, just at the use <laughs> of it. 
because it was kind of it was kind of weird uh, the use of it because when they had it, it's like uh, the Santa is basically like he he's killing Billy's uh, mom and dad at the time. The, the dad's already dead, and then he's going after the mom, and he's on yeah. top of her, and he rips her blouse, and her boobs pop out, and then like she kind of like strikes him, and he's like uh, he's upset, and he just slashes her throat. It's like uh, you got her boobs out, like uh, you pull those out and. Okay, it looks like it's gonna be like a rape scene or something, and then he just ends up slashing her throat. Uh, it's kind of you know weird, but I mean, it's not like if I got the mind of a of a killer myself. So no, but you've seen plenty of horror movies, and you know how things should play out. <laughs> so <laughs> you well, usually it's like a shower scene or something that you know it's just there, you know, or like a lovemaking scene. Now with that scene, I think that like it it just added to. The intensity, like I, I, I wouldn't say it was needed, but it wasn't one of those like they just threw it in there just to throw in some boobs. Um, there mm. could be some of those shots later on in the movie where you're like, uh, you know, whatever. Um, after a little while, it does get a little weird because there's a lot of kids in this movie too. Yeah, and uh, how about your uh, your girl, uh, uh, Linia Quigley? How about her? Oh, dude! Any movie she's in, you're gonna see her boobs. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm glad that she's in it. I fucking love Linnea Quigley. Is it anything she's in? Uh, is it because of the boob thing, Paul? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that and she's just become, she's just become that that horror icon, you know, like especially in the '80s. Yeah. Any any of those great '80s horror movies has her in it, so you just associate her with great horror movies. So yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. So, uh, yeah. Yep. So you, de- you know that she definitely loves the genre. So that's cool. Yeah. And like her death was like one of the best ones in the movie. Oh yeah. That was, uh, that was, uh, awesome, gory, uh, innovative. <laughs> so, uh, nice yeah. job. And of course, uh, especially for the time. Yeah. And I was like, especially, you know, it's eighties. So they're, it's all practical effects. So, uh, uh, you know the Wolfman loves that mm. stuff. Speaking of the deaths, though, like, what's your favorite one out of the movie? The favorite death on the movie? Yeah, uh, I think I'm still gonna have. To, I, I'm gonna have to go with the, with the axe, man. The axe to the uh, head while he's going down into the, uh, down the sled because, like I said, it's it's got that grindhouse thing, and it, like, of course, like I mean, this was done way before uh, Tarantino and and uh, Rodriguez got together and and did their their double feature, and then they had those. Uh, those uh mock uh movies that they had in between with the trailers the part where the thanksgiving kill it kind of reminds me of that where like the that pilgrim decapitates that turkey during the uh, parade it kind of made me uh, remember that even though uh, maybe it was a kudos to silent night deadly night because that's what it reminds me of yeah probably but no, that was. I have to say that's my favorite one too. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, <laughs> we. Uh, I don't know, cause it, it was like it was sort of a surprise, like the first time that I watched it. Yeah. You know, and I love how how Billy comes out and he just says, "Punished." <laughs> yeah. And then just chops his fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like naughty. And it's like, I love that he just <laughs> comes out, punished or naughty. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know that that you know. Those were cool. Um, all right, so uh, to since we, you know, how we do it in the crypt, where we uh, go back and forth in the uh, scripts that you guys watch right here. Um, 
So we're going to go from the beginning right here with uh, Billy and his little brother, which he's, which he's a baby in the beginning. Um, they're, they're both in the car. They're heading out over to uh, visit their grandpa with, with their mom and dad. And they get there, and the grandpa's in a mental institution. And supposedly the grandpa's uh, catatonic and doesn't speak or know that anyone's there. And uh, well, the first time I watched this with Paul, I kind of like, I was like, yeah, I, like Billy says this. He's like, uh, like they're talking about it and they're like, oh, yeah, well, like uh, grandpa, he does, you know, he doesn't know what's going on around him and, you know, doesn't know what, you know, that we're here or whatever. And then Billy's like, uh, then why did we come here? And I was like, Paul, like, like exactly. Why did they come there, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> that was probably like the most real part in the whole fucking movie because <laughs> that is that's exactly what any kid would say like what why didn't we come yes. if he doesn't even know that we're here yes <laughs> so uh <laughs> that was awesome so yeah that happens and then they end up leaving they go to with the doctor so the baby and and the mom and dad hit over to speak to the doctor to you know see what's been going on with uh old pops right there and uh while billy's left alone with grandpa uh, and he, uh, Grandpa starts just like looking towards him. Got a big old wry smile on his face, and uh, and he starts talking to him, telling him like, "Oh, uh, like you know, do you know what Christmas is about?" And then he, and then Billy's like, "Yeah, like you know, Santa Claus brings presents to all the boys and girls." And uh, he's like, "No, nah, the you know what the real meaning is?" Like he was like, "Well, Santa's gonna go around." And if you you've been you know like have you been good all year, and if you haven't if you done if you haven't been good one hundred percent of the time, he's gonna come and get you. As and and Christmas is the scariest time of the year. He puts all this stuff in his in his head, and I'm like, man, yeah, like I was like, if, and he's like fucking, he's crazy with it, dude. Yeah, and it like he's just he's going at him like it's the it's the most scariest time of the year. <laughs> And I and I'm just thinking like like after the fact, I was like, why is he even saying this stuff to him? Like, I know it kind of sets up the movie a little bit, because like after that, that's when we do see the 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 killer Santa Claus actually kill some people and all that. So it does kind of set that up a little bit. But like, really, like why did he say that to him? Yeah, he didn't know that there was that his parents were gonna get killed by Santa Claus later on on the way home. Uh, grandpa's got powers and then it's like why was he faking it dude like you know like he was talking to billy but he was acting like he couldn't even he didn't even know that the other people were there huh. so that i was like i don't i don't know the reasoning behind this but i mean he was a cool character anyway even though he was only in the movie for those couple of minutes yep that's going on so billy's all terrified and then uh so he gets that stuff going on they when they start heading out we see a montage where uh, there's this Santa Claus, and he uh, goes into a liquor store. He holds it up and kills the uh, the guy behind the counter, and then he takes off. That shit was brutal, dude. Like, for, you know, the first kill of the movie, that, that, was, that was pretty good. Yeah, they kill him, and then he... And just fucked up. Yeah. It was just fucked up, too. What did he kill? He killed him for, like, 15 bucks or something like that? Yeah, it was like yeah, like fifteen or twenty. I don't know what it was. Something like thirty. I don't know. It was like chump change. Yeah. And he, he fucking shot him in like the chest, 
And then he goes down and the guy goes to reach for the the gun again. And then he shoots him two more times and one in the head. Yeah. And that was a good effect they did on that, too. That, that looked real. Yeah. I mean, real enough, I should say. Yeah. So they, they they did a good job, and it was just like fuck, dude. Like that guy lost his life for like thirty bucks. Yeah, and, and the Santa was even pissed off about it. He's like, "Was he say like Merry fucking Christmas or something like that?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah. So uh, yeah, later on, the the uh, Billy's family they're heading home, and they ended up running into this guy because supposedly he's broken down on the street, and uh, they're talking about that uh, on the way back. And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, like, uh, you know, like Santa Claus is coming and this and that. And then Billy's like, oh, I don't want to see Santa Claus, especially after what his grandpa told him. So, like, uh, they stop over and then Santa's there. And then he and then Billy opens his eyes. He's like, holy shit, it's him. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess you are going to see him tonight. And Billy's like, no, no, I don't want to see him. Keep driving. Let's get out of here. And it, Yeah, and if they would have just listened to Billy... Right? Yeah, they would have still they been alive. Just listen to them. <laughs> Nobody ever listens to the kids. Yeah, and that would have been the end of the movie right there. It's like, well, nothing happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that. Like, they just drive by, and Santa Claus, like, flips them off, and then the, the, the credits roll. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, a 10-minute long movie. That's it. We're done. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, instead they do stop, and then uh, Santa ends up... Uh, Shooting the dad as he's trying to drive away. And, uh, you know, he ends up killing the mom out there. Billy runs out of the car and hides in the uh, the brush out there in, in the uh, snowy embankment. So uh, he witnesses this and it flashes forward. And uh, Billy and his brother are both in the orphanage over there with the uh, nuns. And uh, he's not having a good time of it while he's over there. The first scene that we see is that he's in class they're all doing their uh, christmas art and he got he puts his up and it ends up showing where like uh, billy's got like a a santa it's like decapitated uh, him decapitated santa and uh decapitated reindeer uh and uh they yeah it seems about right <laughs> so he gets bust <laughs> i mean that's how my kids draw christmas yeah so he's busted for that <laughs> and uh you know that that was a joke Damn it! You should have at least laughed. No, I believe it. I believe it, Paul. You raised them to be serial killers. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, that's going on. He's in trouble with Mother Superior because of it, and uh, one of the nuns is understanding. Like, oh, like you know, they know she understands. Like, he went through some trauma, and it's kind of crazy. Mother Superior is acting like, hey, uh, like he didn't even witness any of that, so he wouldn't even know. And it's like we just saw that uh, during, you know, that all that stuff going on, he saw that stuff firsthand. So I don't understand how Mother yeah. Superior is acting like, oh, yeah, he wasn't there. It's like he was there. He saw it right in front of him, <laughs> you know, yeah. you crazy old lady. Yeah, I didn't get that either, but I guess they just wanted her to be a hard ass yeah. so that he had a reason to go back at the end of the movie. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that that's her thinking, and it's kind of crazy. Like, that's not what, what went on, like. You know, the other uh, sister is... Uh, well, I mean, like, I think about it a little bit more. If if they didn't have her her character be like that and, like, are always on his ass and making him feel like he's a naughty boy, then he wouldn't have... I don't think he would have uh, carried all that for as long as he did. 
Like, he would have got better eventually. But because of her treating him like that, it just made it worse and worse and worse. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, just rationally that that's, you know, that's what we see. And no, it, that's well, what yeah. happened. And then, but if, if you go my route, end of the movie as well. But so, yes. so with roll credits. Yeah. So with what happened, it just makes sense. And it goes with the story. So you can't fault it yeah. too much on that. Um, so yeah, that, that's just going on while he's, a, you know, uh, eight years old. Um, and he's, yeah, constantly getting punished by mother superior during this time. And it's during Christmas time and he's getting into lots of trouble and it's basically punished. And, uh, so all that stuff's going on and we do get glimpses of, uh, of uh billy's little brother once in a while and I, that's kind of like when we first watched that too paul like i was kind of mentioning that too i was like hey what happened to little ricky yeah and uh it's like okay you see him every so often so it's like okay he's kind of there but he's not there that much that often though he's probably got maybe like maybe three more minutes of screen time uh for the rest of the movie as he ages yeah which is it's still kind of cool because they did take that character into the sequel, Silent Night, Daily Night 2. I'm going to have to watch that one day, but uh, I haven't. And it, I heard that it's mostly a montage of, uh, it's got a lot of clips from uh, from the first one. So maybe it's like 15 minutes of new stuff. And... Yeah, it does, because it, it, it's a total <laughs> continuation. So, uh, yeah, that's us going on at towards the end of, uh, while he's eight years old, you see uh, good old Billy get punished one last time where he ends up, uh, they, the Mother Superior... Uh, has her ways where she's doing stuff to uh, punish Billy to straighten him out supposedly with her uh, with her strictness so while she's doing with all that strict stuff nine? And oh. strict, yeah with a strict nine like beating whooping Billy's ass and a bunch of other stuff yeah so uh, yeah that, that still goes on and supposedly Billy you know at a certain point he is acting uh, the way she wants him to so that's during Christmas time and everybody's unwrapping their gifts and it's a, she sees that it's okay, so she's like, "Yeah, Billy, go get your gift. There's one over there." So like, you know, he does that, and then she's like, she's talking to the other sister, uh, and she's like, "Oh yeah, like my my methods are working great, and look how he's acting." And then she's like, "Yeah, well, after Christmas, you know, like he's usually okay. It's just during Christmas that he, you know, he gets all wound up and into trouble." Uh, so one last thing that much- she's like, huh, "That's preposterous." <laughs> Nonsense, nonsense, <laughs> punish. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, the one last thing the Mother Superior wants him to do is sit on Santa's lap. So uh, that's the last thing that he gets in trouble with. He goes, uh, she makes him sit on his lap and he doesn't want to because, uh, of course, you know, he saw Santa murder his uh, his mom and dad and he remembers that. So he she gets put on the lap and then uh, he's trying to get away and then Santa's struggling with him. So uh, Billy ends up uh, clobbering Santa Claus and knocks him on his ass, and then he runs off because he knows he did. Yeah. He just done fucked up, and uh, Mother Superior saw his ass, so she's like, "What the fuck?" She's like, "You know," she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna get your ass good." So uh, the next, the last scene that you see of Billy is like he's he ran into a room and he's in a corner, and you know he's in for it. So you see like terror on his face, and he's like. He's like, oh man, I know I done bad. Like, please don't punish me. Please don't punish me. And then the last, the last thing you see is like the door open, and then you hear Mother Superior going, "Billy!" And you just see like a sheer look of terror on his face, and it's like free, like a freeze frame moment right there. And uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, Paul, like when we first saw her or not, but it kind of reminded me like 
that part, the way they shot it and the way they had it where it was that freeze frame moment and his, the look on his face, it kind of reminded me of those like uh, 1980s after school special kind of directing right there. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> you know what? Now that you mentioned that, like uh, uh, there's a lot of scenes in this movie that kind of remind me of like an after school special except, from the 80s. <laughs> except 100, but uh, like, a, of course, like uh, that stuff didn't have gore. So uh, this one did. <laughs> so uh well i mean i'm not talking about the gory scene yeah. so yeah yeah uh yeah so uh i gotta agree with you on that so yeah later on we flash forward and uh billy is 18 uh the sister that was uh nice to him was uh still helping him out she's uh going around different places and then we see her end up at a toy store and she's trying to get him a job like oh yeah like we, we you know we got a orphan and he needs to get a job. It's Christmas time. And then the, she's talking to the boss, the owner of the store. And he's like, well, uh, you know, I can't use them. I was like, I can't I can't use a kid. I was like, all I got open is uh, is someone that's in the stock room. And they got to lift heavy boxes and move this and that. And she's like, oh, well, you haven't seen him. And like, uh, it would be really helpful. And here, at least meet him. So she he goes over there. He's 18. He's all like kind of buff and like uh, a bigger guy. So he's like, oh, yeah, like uh, I'll take. He's all like happy. Like, okay, I'll take him. I'll get some cheap labor. So uh, Billy gets hired. Uh, you see a little montage where he's all doing uh, a good job over there. And then later on, you see, like, Christmas stuff, uh, like, decorations show up. And then Billy's all, like, you could you could see the look on Billy. There's a, a part in that little montage of, of Billy doing a good job. That it just it made me fucking crack up. <laughs> uh, they, they show Billy clock out, right? And then he turns around and start and like walks out of the or walks away from the time clock, and his boss is behind him, like watching him walk away. Yeah. And then Billy stops to like fix a coloring book or something, and he's off the clock. And then his boss looks at him, just like gives a smile and a nod. <laughs> just like, that's right, that's right. <laughs> he's. Odd. I was like, this is huh. fucking funny. <laughs> he's like, that's my just boy. His face when he was like nodding at him. Huh. Anyway, that was just a side note. Huh. Sorry I fucked up your flow. Now nah, we're good. While they're doing that stuff, like one thing I had to mention, and I think uh, Paul mentioned it while we watched it last year, uh, while, we're, while we're seeing this stuff in the toy store and then Billy going around with that stuff and all the scenery that's inside, we're just, me and Paul are just checking oh, out Oh, I the know toys. what you're going to mention. You're going to mention the awesome Star Wars toys that were on yeah, the racks. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, we were just checking out the toys. Like, yep. oh, man, there's Star Wars. Uh, we, Oh, man, we wish we had that right yep. now. And it's like, oh, man, look, Fuck there's yeah, some Smurf dude. stuff. Oh, man. It's like. Yep. The Heat and the He-Man stuff? Yeah. I was like, God damn. Yeah, it's like. God. They had all the good shit. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, man, I want some of that stuff right now. <laughs> and uh, right? back then when we were kids, we wanted that stuff, too. So. Uh, I had some of that stuff, man. And, like. You know, I was a kid. I didn't give a shit. So, like, I broke stuff. I lost stuff. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. Like, I wish I would have took better care of my stuff and, and kept them. <laughs> I know. Like I do now. My toys are fucking pristine. Huh. <laughs> you take better. Hey, you take better care of your toys than you do yourself, Paul. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to last longer than you. <laughs> yep. So uh, all you Cripsters out there, if uh, you're nice to Paul, uh, if you if uh, you're really nice, maybe he'll leave you uh, on his will and uh, bequeath upon <laughs> you his toy collection. Nope, that's just getting buried with me. <laughs> you're gonna have like uh, 
Thousands of new fans show up now, Paul, when you when they see that. <laughs> You're gonna put a post and people are like, oh shit, I gotta follow this guy. <laughs> anyway, continue. So uh yeah, getting on back to topic, uh let's see. Okay, so yeah, after that, like I said, uh the Christmas stuff, uh like decorations and uh like even the the uh painting on the front of the store, it's all uh, dealing with Christmas. And uh we see like a like a Santa Claus face in the decoration as well and you see Billy see that and you see him kind of shudder and you know the reason why. Um so uh any you know of course he's got the reasons parents got murdered. Uh so uh yeah later on uh which what goes on is uh Chris it's basically Christmas Eve and uh the store they uh usually have a Santa there they had it uh you seen them beforehand. And uh, he ends up uh, busting up his leg or some kind of thing where he's injured and can't go to work. And they need a Santa. So uh, guess who gets nominated to become the new Santa? I don't know who. <laughs> God damn it, Paul. Didn't you watch the movie? It's it's good old Billy. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Billy gets to uh, put on the suit. And, of course, uh, he's not looking forward to it, but he's forced to do it. And uh, when he's doing it, it's kind of crazy. Like you see him, like he's uh, with the kids, and he and he has them on his lap, and then the kids are like fidgeting and wanting to get away, and doesn't want to be there. And then uh, Billy's kind of telling the kids stuff, <laughs> basically kind of threatening them. <laughs> and yeah, and then, and then they start acting right, and then and then the mom's like, "Oh man, that's a good Santa. Uh, like he really knows how to deal with kids." Yeah, he well, he was like, "Stop it, please." Like he's whispering to her, so they don't hear him. Yeah. He's like, stop it, please stop it. And then he starts telling her, like, like this is you're being naughty. You know what happens when you're being naughty? Santa has to punish you. <laughs> so and then she like her eyes get like super wide. Yes. And she stops fidgeting. And he just keeps saying it like a couple of times. Yes. And then she gets off his lap. But yeah, they're like, Oh, he's so good with the kids. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> like and, you're not hearing what he's saying. Yeah, and then what <laughs> what you just said right Holy there, they, shit. I gotta say that the uh the, the dialogue that uh, you mentioned right there, perfect. You know? Yeah. And like I guess, it was creepy. Yeah, creepy and, and the delivery. So I mean I could, I think that's one of the, the, the things that I love the most about the movie is that part that you just mentioned. So uh thanks for uh saying that part, Paul. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go ahead and say it right now. I was gonna wait until later, but uh, uh, Robert Bryan, who played Billy, he fucking did a great job. I think he nailed the part, especially in those like creepy times, like right there. Yeah, he did such a good job. Yeah, and it's it's like uh, you wish that he would have got some uh, more parts of some some kind of stuff because I don't think he had that long of a career, as far as I'm aware. Um, and going off topic again. Uh, one of the things I, I and I well, watching this again, it reminded me of what I thought while I was watching it. Uh, when we saw Billy and he's 18 and then the way he looks as far as the actor. Uh, and then uh, that came years later on. I was telling Paul, I was like, hey, you know what? You know who he reminds me of? I was like, he kind of reminds me like he could be really he, he kind of looks like uh, Zach Morris, uh, but buffer from Saved by the Bell. Yes. And then I was like thinking like fucking like like Zach Morris mixed with like. Uh, Dexter, Michael C. Hall. Yeah, uh, yeah, he kind of <laughs> had that mix right there going on for sure. Yeah, and uh, that one dude that like uh, he's a very handsome man, I should say. <laughs> yeah, and th- that other guy that was like kind of on Billy's ass that was a coworker or like his uh, supervisor. 
with the dark curly hair. Uh, he kind of reminded me of uh, A.C. Slater, but short and less buff. Yeah, like A.C. Slater mixed with, like, Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I kind of skip, yes. kind of skipping on down the line, like we do in this uh, thing. Now that I mentioned that dude that uh, with the curly hair and supervisor, when when uh, Billy ends up killing him and when he snaps and kills him, and he lifts him up in the air, and then you see his feet kind of like uh, you know kick around, and then you see the boots. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I was like, is that is that the guy's feet or are those children? Did they use a child? Because those those boots look tiny. I was like, I know the guy. I knew you were going to say that, so I started laughing already. Yeah, I was like, I know the guy was short. Because <laughs> it's like, it is like a, like it's a little kid. Exactly. Which I'm like, he's holding him up, like, like with one hand, like Michael Myers style and shit. Yeah. So maybe on certain shots, they may, like, use the kid that he's holding. I don't know. They had plenty of kids to, to work <laughs> with. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe they use a child or, or, or that guy's got tiny feet. Probably. I, I mean, he kind of looked like he's probably shorter than me, dude, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say about tiny feet on a man. <laughs> yeah. They got tiny wieners, too. <laughs> Sexy times. All right, so uh, like like I said, skipping on down, moving on down, going all over the place. So, yeah, they uh, at one point, like, they're, they're done with their stuff with the, uh, with the Santa Claus stuff. Uh, it's into the night. They start celebrating in there. Uh, the boss is all opening some uh, some booze and sh- celebrating with the coworkers, and uh, people go off. Like there's this chick that uh, it kind of seemed like uh, Billy kind of had his eye on her, and she kind of was nice to him, smiling every so often. But she ends up going off with the uh, with the dude with the dark hair, Billy's supervisor, because the guy like goes, "Oh, I got a surprise for you," and he ends up like having mistletoe and kissing her, and then he. Uh, Ends up going all crazy and like basically uh, raping her, and uh, that's another part that I thought was uh, weird. That uh, was that he's like raping her, and Billy snaps and he sees that, and it kind of reminds him what happened with with Santa, and then like his mom with her with the shirt ripped open. Yeah, and uh, and he sees that. Which I get, you know, like we needed something to set him off, and really the only thing to set him off is to to like I guess revisit exactly what he saw so yeah like we we kind of needed that like somebody somebody to be raping somebody and like wanting like almost killing her but it just doesn't make any fucking sense you know like <laughs> i mean they're you gotta assume like they've been co-workers for a while that they're somewhat friends this guy didn't seem like he was that much of a fucking douchebag he was a douchebag but not that much of a fucking douchebag and you know, like, even for them to even be going back there to be making out and shit, like, they kind of liked each other and, like, knew each other. And then for him to just snap and, like, start raping her, I was like, wait a minute, this shit. But we needed it to progress the movie and get Billy to snap. Now, uh, what I really had the biggest problem with, with that scene was after he does kill him and, like, saves her from him, she gets fucking pissed, like... You think she would have been somewhat grateful? She was getting raped. <laughs> yeah. So I, I had that same reaction too. Like, like, hey, he was just raping you, and he killed the person that was raping you and saved you. And uh, yeah, and you're like you're like you're crazy. It's like, well, he, yeah, he is crazy, but he did save you. And then uh, yeah, but I mean, you could look at it this way too. Like, 
like maybe he didn't even snap at the point where he when he killed him killed the dude it was when she was calling him crazy yeah and 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 acting like he did something wrong that's probably where he snapped yeah so uh i mean that happened it kind of it doesn't make sense to paul or the wolfman but i mean it's in there and it kind of <laughs> goes with it but uh you know, kind of weird for us right there. I was almost expecting her to say, I wanted him to rape me. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that's how she was acting. Like, dude, he saved you. Yeah. Come on now. So, uh, yeah, that happens. And then Billy, like I said, he snaps. He kills uh, the guy by uh, hanging him with the uh, Christmas lights. Well, first he's like strangling him up top and wraps the lights around him. And he croaks. And, and, uh, after that, then um, he ends up killing her. Um, he guts her like right. He sticks her in the abdomen and goes up. So he, you know, he splits her up right there. So she's done. And uh, what's kind of crazy is like with that with her character, I thought that she was gonna last longer than she did. Um, I thought she yeah. was basically gonna like you know be like alive at the end of the movie, and uh, she. Uh, that was it for her. That was that. Was, she's done. She uh, even the uh, the the owner. I thought he would be done before her. Um, but yeah, he the owner ends up getting it. That one was a pretty good kill as well too. I gotta say, because uh, yeah, Billy goes over that and was he, good. I liked it. Yeah, Billy goes over and uh, he smashes him in the head with the uh, with the hammer, and the uh, the effects that they did. Like I said, practical effects. That stuff looked good. Yeah, and that was one of the scenes where it was it, it, it a part of it looked different. It looked like shitty because it was one of those that they took out for because it was too gory. Yeah. So not the whole scene, just a little bit of it. Yeah. So uh, I mean that happened, and when now that I'm mentioning the boss, I gotta say that uh, the uh, actor that played the boss, I uh, I recognize him from a certain show uh, that I used to watch all the time back in the days, and. Uh, Lately, I've been watching it a bunch of times uh, now on Pluto TV. I don't know if you're going to know where, where he's from, Paul, or not. I don't know if you watch the show. You know, I, he, I recognize him. I know I've seen him in a lot of stuff. I just can't I can't think yeah, of anything. Yeah, so he's one of those character actors, but the, the, the one I recognize him from, and he played a few characters in the show at different points of the show, is on Three's Company. Come and knock on our door. Oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that the boss was from Three's Company. So uh, I was like, hey, that's that guy that I looked it up. I'm like, yeah, it is. So, uh, yeah, he's one of those guys that got those faces. Um, so, yeah, he's gone. He's a goner. And then there's one lady that was, like, celebrating with him. And uh, one thing that was cool about the movie, too, that I like, uh, one of the best parts, too, it's not that, like, it was part of the story, but uh, in the beginning of the movie, that song that they, that uh, is being sung by the child, and then on, uh, before yeah. the the uh, the boss and the lady get killed, they're singing that same song. And uh, it's kind of creepy and kind of cool, and it goes with that story. I, I'm kind of, like, wondering if they just if they made that song, uh, especially for that movie where they wrote it for it, or if it was just an older song that came out before. But it just goes perfect with this movie. I haven't looked into that, but, but no, it was, like, fit perfectly. Yeah, so uh, they're singing that song about, like, Santa's, like, if you're not right, he's going to be coming for you and stuff. And, um... It was just, you know, it's just cool. Like right, be right after they sing, then, then Billy snapped, and then like the lights go off, and then the lady, you know, he sees that she's going after him. She tries to get away, 
And then uh, Billy goes Rambo on her and kills her with an arrow. That was a good scene. I like that kill, too. I like that Billy uses, like, different things for his kills, you know? Yeah, there, there was a lot of good kills on this uh, in the movie. I mean, I wish that she didn't hesitate in busting that window down because I'm like, nope. I would have had already fucking threw something at that motherfucker and been out of there. <laughs> <laughs> but we wouldn't have got the kill, so. Huh. So. Let me ask you this. because I mean, I've seen the movie multiple times, but just on this viewing, I I, I noticed something that maybe I just didn't notice, I should say. What happened to the blonde girl that was there with them? There was a blonde girl? <laughs> yeah, that's that. There was a there was a blonde girl that worked with them, and she was actually there when the party started. Huh. Well, uh, I didn't notice that. So uh, the Wolfman has to, re like I said, I'm gonna rewatch it, and that's one of the things I'm gonna have to check out. Uh, but like I said, it was kind of one of those things where, uh, like I said, like with Ricky, he kind of is there, but he's like, if you don't notice him later on, you yeah. might not know that he's still in the movie. And then maybe with that blonde girl, yeah, but might with her, it was like. I could have swore that she was there with them when the like when the uh, the owner locked the door and they started the party. I I could have swore she was standing right there uh, next to Billy at, while they're fucking they're drinking and shit. Uh, that I, I don't know, but um, I'm gonna have to rewatch it and find out. I was gonna kind of joke and say because you said that she's with them when they're locking up. If they didn't have that part, I would have been like, well, maybe she was underage and they had to send her home before a certain time. Or they'll get busted because of the... Maybe. Uh, well, that's the thing. Like, maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. I just watched it, too. <laughs> but maybe she left bef before he locked the door. She's all seeing the look in Billy's... Uh, anyway. She sees the look in Billy's eye that she's like, oh, man, this guy's gone. Gonna snap. I'm getting the. I'm getting out of here. I'm out of, I'm out of here. <laughs> she left when he first fucking... When he first, like, got creeped out by seeing that Santa Claus and fell over. Yes. Maybe, <laughs> That's what she's like, nope, I'm out of here. I know where this is going. Maybe she was, uh, maybe she's a hippie <laughs> chick and she's like, I feel some bad vibes in here. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, so after uh, he finishes that one lady off with the, the arrow, he leaves the store and takes off down the road. And a little, like, then the next scene you see is the nun, she comes and... To come uh, check on him because she hears that he had to play Santa Claus because he she tried calling the store earlier to talk to him, and uh, his coworker told her that you know he oh he's over there playing Santa Claus so she knows oh shit this isn't good shit's about to get real so she heads down there she goes in and finds finds a lady dead so uh it's like. A little bit later, you you hear that the cops are already looking for him. So I assume like she went to the uh, police station right after that, which you do see her at the police station. But a little bit later in the movie, but like at first, I I was like, how did they even know that they're that he's out there? But then I'm like, oh okay, so she's at the police station. So she went there right after seeing uh, that lady at the store. Well, Billy's going on that killing spree, and he ends up uh, meeting up with Lin uh, Linnea Quigley's character, and she's got her boyfriend. They're kind of like. Uh kind of getting down and uh the he kills he kills her by uh one of the coolest uh deaths in here but there's quite a few of them is he ends up picking her it's actually one of the coolest death scenes in in horror movies dude especially early horror movies yeah it's really fucking dope yeah which basically he's he impels her by uh picking her up and uh ha uh having the uh like there's a 
a deer or a or an elk with the antlers uh head where the you know they those are sticking out and he basically impels her with that so you see the antlers stick out of her from uh from her abdomen so uh she's done for after you know she gets through there and then uh billy goes after the boyfriend after that and he's like up some stairs and chasing him around he ends up uh tossing the guy through the window and he and he falls down on, on the uh you see him go out and he lands and he just kind of you hear that like thud sound effect and then to me when i first watched it i was kind of surprised i told paul's like uh is that what killed him it kind of looks weak in the beginning you're like ah this is like probably the weakest kill in the movie and then later on you see uh like afterwards when you uh they go there like i guess the police is there and uh, you see, like, an up-close of what happened. You see the glasses all, like, a big old plate sticking right through them on certain spots. Yeah. And it's like, oh, uh, it's worse than I thought. I noticed that, like, right after he fell, and they kind of showed, like, I think it was, like, a view from the window. Yeah. Kind of a far away shot yeah. of him laying on the ground. And then I could, I actually did notice the, the pieces of glass, like, in his gut and one in his neck or in his face. Yeah. So that's what I was like, oh, that's not a weak kill. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> With me, I was like, I couldn't really tell from that from that long shot until it got that close up. I'm yeah. like, oh shit! When I oh no, you had to really be looking. Like I'm surprised that I had saw it. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of looked weak, just like because of the fall and like you hear that little thud sound effect, and it's like, oh, maybe he'll get up, he'll shake it off, he's okay. But now nah, after you see that close up, he's like, okay, that's why he's not getting up. He's done for. <laughs> So yeah, he's no, he's done. Yeah, you're like no, he'll 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 pull a Taylor Swift and shake it off. Yeah, and now that I'm mentioning that that uh that guy's uh, death right there, I gotta say like when I was out like how I was mentioning some people kind of remind me of other actors or with this guy he got like I was mentioning to Paul a year ago, and I, I remember that again right now was like hey dude this kind of this guy kind of looks like if it was a a poor man's uh, Johnny from uh, Karate Kid. Like if I was yes. like if they, we couldn't afford the the uh, the one hundred percent Johnny that actor uh, Zapka, uh, let's get this guy. He kind of looks like him, if it was like his uh, <laughs> third cousin removed. So uh, I don't know. Just when you watch it, maybe you guys see it. If uh, maybe it'll come to you guys, or uh, maybe you guys think I'm uh, crazy. But uh, that's just what popped in my head when I saw that guy. Uh, things happen where like there's uh, other deaths like there's a, a, a Santa that ends up uh, going to the orphanage uh, and the police mistakenly kill that guy like they shoot him thinking it's Billy uh, there's also like uh, like a Santa Claus in somebody's house and um, uh, they, they think it's Billy like they go over there and then, and then the, the kid uh, recognizes him she's like hey dad it's, she's like dad and, then, and the cop's like oh shit like they almost are gonna kill that guy yeah so uh like stuff happens like that and they're all going after you know billy's you know they're on hot pursuit of him uh billy is on his way back to the orphanage and uh the the cops are right there there's like one that's kind of searching around and you see him going through like this uh what was that like a shed paul or 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 what was it uh it looked like some kind of a cellar but it was like away from the house so i don't know what the hell it was there's like a furnace down there yeah it's kind of like a kind of like you know, weird. It's kind of like a maze thing that he's going through. So he's going through that, and then he's thinking like, okay, everything's all clear. He opens the door and like, uh, when he, when he kind of like almost steps out, there's Billy right through the chest, man, and axe right through the chest for the cop. 
punished. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the next thing you see is uh, later on with this flashing on down to the end of the movie. And uh, if you get if you Cripsers haven't watched it and you don't want to get it spoiled, uh, you can pause it right here um, and get back to us after if that uh, if, you know, knowing the end bothers you. But, yeah, we're going to give you the ending. Uh, Billy goes, uh, you know, the cops are, uh, you know, like I said, on hot pursuit. But Billy uh, is trying to get to uh, Mother Superior, which Mother Superior is in the uh, area where they celebrated Christmas before where uh, Billy got uh, sat on the lap of uh, Santa Claus and clobbered him. And they're back in that scene. I think they probably shot at the same time. Uh, if I were a guessing man, which uh, I'm guessing now. <laughs> so uh yeah they, they're at that part it looks like the same kind of thing going on maybe it's the same children maybe billy's still there as an eight-year-old <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the same kids that haven't grown <laughs> yeah they're like oh shit billy's uh back to the future man you know they could have done that dude Not, uh, like none of us would have noticed <laughs> it's like hey are those the same children they can uh, they can hire anybody else um so yeah like they're there like billy's almost gonna kill mother superior like he's there and then he's like ready to kill her and then uh he's like naughty and like uh like uh the kids they they like she like they 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 spot billy before he gets there and he's outside by the door and when the kid sees that oh look at santa so he runs off to to open the door and mother superior's like no don't open that door but of course the kid's like yeah whatever like you know, he goes over, lets Billy yeah, in. Yeah, Santa, come on. Yeah, so the kids are walking with Billy like nothing. I'm with like, the big... they already saw, they already saw Santa get gunned down <laughs> just a little bit before that. So it's like, oh, we get another shot at this. <laughs> I'm letting them in. Yeah, they're like, come on, he's gonna like this one's gonna bring me some more presents. Come on in, Santa. So uh, yeah, yeah, he brought extra presents for the trauma. So uh, yeah, he's almost gonna kill Mother Superior. He's got like the axe going, or he's gonna split her in half. Mother Superior thinks this is it. <laughs> She's a goner. And uh, I don't know, about, like uh, about you, Paul. Like, but maybe you think the same thing. You're like, you're like, come on, Billy. You're kind of rooting for him to get rid of her. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, like I was gonna say, I was, I was like, I, I kind of hope that she was a goner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, because I mean, like. The thing is though, like she's strict, but she was she was an ass about like uh, her at least her character. I mean, uh, that it was like it was one of those characters where you uh, you know despise them and and uh, they're kind of she's being extra mean to Billy throughout that time. So when you see all that stuff going on, you know she's being strict, and it's kind of coming from love from her in a kind of sick, twisted way. But us being like, hey, that's wrong, and especially what he's gone through. You're like I said. That's the reason why you, me and you uh, are kind of rooting for for this mother superior to get it at the end. So like, yeah, she's almost gonna get it, and then at the last second, Billy gets gunned down by the cops. Uh, so he gets shot right in front of the kids. Yeah, so, so they get to see two Santa Clauses get shot down. Damn, when do you see that? Now, what are the odds? Now that could have been a whole other series of fucking uh, sequels, right there, dude. Yeah, I mean, what are the, of a bunch of kids going after people on on Christmas? <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, that stuff's going on, and then you know, so he's down and like he's dying, and then uh, Ricky's over there, uh, you know, in the crowd, and that's how we notice that it's Ricky at the end. Um, where it's like, hey, that that kind of looks like that could be Ricky, and it was. So yeah, he's down, and then. Uh, so what's he saying, Paul? At the end, you're all safe now. Santa's gone. 
Yeah, so he does it. And then he dies. Yeah. And fucking Ricky looks over at Mother Superior and he just says, naughty. And he's got like that look on his face. And that sets up the whole fucking sequel because uh, Ricky ends up being the killer Santa Claus in that one. Ha. Huh. So, uh, yeah, I might have to check that one out for sure. And, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I, the, the movie, I really liked it. So, uh, and I still, I liked it that first time I watched it. And, you know, I still love it. And, um, like I said, I'm going to watch it again. Um, what, what, uh, and like I said, I can't fault it too much. Uh, mo- most of it's really good. There's, I mean, it's not like the best production value sometimes, like you said. And, and what, what, what messes it up is what you said. Like, uh, some of the parts they edited out and it's raw footage. And I kind of like yeah. wish it would have been cleaned up. And that kind of like kills it a little bit for me. But it kind of helps out knowing the a little bit. It, it. it just takes you out of the flow, I guess. But I mean, I'm glad that those scenes were added. Yeah. So uh, one of the things I wanted to hit up with you, Paul, like I didn't mention this beforehand. I'm just kind of wondering, um, what do you think would have happened if they would have kind of changed the story up, and uh, instead of it going the way it went, because uh, I mean, and uh, in this movie. We don't even find out what happened to that damn killer Santa Claus. And, you know, in the beginning of it, we don't know if he ever got caught, if he's still out there. Um, what if they mentioned, what if they went a different route and that killer Santa was still out there that they never found him? And Billy, you know, he grows up and then he ends up being a good guy in this thing and he doesn't snap. He's just out to uh, get revenge for the parents. Uh, do you think that? Yeah, they, they totally could have went that way and still had like the whole killer Santa Claus aspect. And just had Billy like trying to stop him, that would have been cool too. But I think I I like what we got more. Uh, yeah, I thought it, than that idea. Yeah, so I mean, I thought it would have been good either way. It might have helped or maybe hindered. But what we got, I really liked it. So it does make sense. Like, but like I said, there's some parts where like, what the hell is going on? Like, especially like the mother superior character. So like I said, like it 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 goes with the movie, but it kind of misses some points just because it like you know it's not totally realistic on it as far as like hey you know he did witness it and why are you saying that he didn't because he was there so uh on to the scores i guess let's wrap this one up so let's give our scores you can go first wolfman um yeah this one gets a 6.5 from the wolfman uh i could have gotten a little bit higher i don't think i would have gotten lower at all I, I it's close to like this one was between 6.5 and 7 for me but i'm gonna go with stick with my 6.5 uh, with that score, that's a that's a good score from the Wolfman. That is uh, that is uh, one that you should watch. It uh, it grows on yep. you big time. Just how Paul said, like he watches it numerous times, and uh, you kind of like it even more watching it more. I loved it that first time watching it as well. Uh, but it's one of those ones that I could watch uh, more than once, and I can watch throughout the years, and I'll look forward to watching it again. All right, you know I agree with everything you just said. I can't really add too much. <laughs> um, but I I do give it a seven, so a little bit higher than yours. I kind of was I was um, leaning towards that, so we're cl- we're close. Uh, I thought the kills were were really creative and they're executed really well. Um, the special effects were were done very well. Um, we did have some nice gore, some fucking severed heads, and some you know impalements and shit. So that was all entertaining and fun. Huh. Uh, the storyline I thought was good. Like I know, like we we just said, like it could go the, the other way, where where Billy prevails and goes after the original killer Santa Claus, which would have been cool too. But I I like what we got. Like I like that he just fucking snapped and 
went out on this killing spree. I think I, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more kills, like like a little more random kills. Yeah. I thought that would have been cool. It would have, I don't know, it was just like fulfilled it a little bit more, made him even more crazy. You know what would have been crazier too? Like uh, what if they, uh, like I said, I like to go off in different routes sometimes. Uh, just wondering what could have been. I'm just wondering, like, be, uh, besides the one that I just mentioned, what if they would have made uh, old grandpa the killer Santa? That would have made a lot more sense as far as the grandpa character and what he, and what we did get with him and why he was warning Billy. Because, like I said, I I didn't understand why he would say that, like, unless he went through something similar, but we never got the story on. So, it just that was one of the two scenes in the movie that was like. Oh, come on. The other one was the girl that got raped and got pissed off that she got saved. Yeah. Well, like, because I said, like, what if they did go with the Santa? That just went, that just popped in my head right now because uh, what if he did go after, you know, like, the, that, that, the, the dad was the one that's uh, killing people and uh, it would kind of make more sense. And then, you know, especially with that warning. Um, and then that the guy, the actor that, that played the grandpa, he did an awesome job. That was, Even though he was in there just for a few minutes. Yeah. He did a good job. I, I thought it was a strong performance. Yeah. So uh he would have fucking been awesome as a killer Santa. <laughs> he had that look, man. <laughs> yeah, he did. So uh I'd fucking watch that movie. <laughs> so uh I mean that that's just our thoughts. So uh that's a really strong score from Chainsaw Paul is a seven. So uh like I said, it's it's worth the watch if you haven't watched it like myself. I haven't watched it until last year, which you know, uh what you know, like Paul watched it since he was a child, and it's like, man, I heard of it, but I never watched it. And now that I watch it, I'm like, man, I uh, I've been missing out all this time, but I'm glad I got to watch it. So uh, thanks for having me watch that one, Paul. It was it's awesome. Yeah, it's one of my favorite Christmas horror movies, which we don't have a whole lot of them. I mean, there's a good there's a good size amount of them, but quality ones, I should say. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of them, and this yeah, this is one of my favorite ones. Yep. So, uh, yeah, you cryptos out there, uh, what's Chainsaw Paul got to say about watching this one? Go check that shit out. So uh, next on down the list, but we're going to make this one a quickie. Uh, not to say that this one's not as good because uh, it is a really good one. Um, and I got a score in my mind. And we'll find out what Chainsaw Paw score is in a few minutes. So, uh, yeah, the next one we're talking about is when I when I actually decide what my score is. <laughs> I already got a I already got a I do that a lot, dude. Like, I'll, I'll, I won't even think about it until like we get to the scores and then I'll be like, uh, oh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, with this one, we're talking about uh, Rare Exports. And uh, for you folks that haven't heard of this one, uh, look for it. It's on different uh, platforms. I got to see it on uh, Hulu myself. And uh, I also see that... Yeah, I watched it on Tubi. Yeah, it's free on Tubi. Uh, gotta love Tubi, man. And uh, they got a lot of good stuff and a lot of crazy stuff. A lot of stuff that's not so good. 
lot lot of variety out there. So, uh, you know, of course, we, yes. we got love for that, Tubi. There's there's a, a plug for Tubi yes. that we like to do a lot. Yes. Memo loves Memo and uh, I think Paul, too. You love Tubi? I love Tubi. And if, and if Tubi is listening, throw some money at us. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, you can find that stuff there. And uh, this one is coming. It's uh, uh, as far as the language, it's got some English, but most of it is in uh, Finnish. So uh, while that's going on, uh, if you Cripsters out there, if you guys don't mind uh, a foreign film where you don't know the language, but you don't mind reading a little bit, uh, this one is a quality movie. Uh, so all of those when I do watch uh, those foreign films. Wolfman doesn't mind watching them as long as it's a good film and it's got a good story. And even when it's in a different language, I could still tell like if it's uh, quality acting going on, even though I don't know the dialogue, I could tell by uh, the look and uh, the delivery. So I thought it was done well. Uh, this movie, as far as quality, when I'm watching it, I'm like, man, this uh, the production, top notch stuff, man. Like the scenery, uh, the uh the shots that they did, the camera work, and uh, the acting, and, and all that stuff in the uh, costuming on this man. All good stuff. Uh, all top-notch. Uh, the look of the kid, like, uh, he's, like, when you see the cover, too, he, he kind of looks a little bit weird. Um, but, I mean, he's in the the, uh, the cold winter location. So, I, I, if I were a kid, and I'm in that... Uh, that part of town, I guess I'd be dressing the same way. So, uh, yeah, all that stuff looks really good. I mean, I, I, I saw this stuff within the first few minutes. Um, even, like, uh, w- like towards the beginning, the kid's, like, going through some uh, book, trying to uh, research the real Santa Claus, and he's checking out all this evil stuff that uh, Santa, like, the real stuff about him, supposedly. And uh, the artwork in that book looks, uh, looks great. <laughs> all right. So yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like from the beginning, I'm, I'm kind of digging in. And I'm like, okay, the only thing that can kill this movie is if the uh, the story falls flat for some reason. Um, and I gotta say, like as far as story wise, I thought it was done well. As uh, you know, it was interesting, um, and I enjoyed uh, uh, following the characters on this. So uh, great job. Uh, some of the characters might have been. Uh, a little bit better depending but i i thought it was a you know good job on that um story wise i thought it was done well like it's a story that i've i haven't heard it all starts off with uh, a boy and he's over with his friend and all a bunch of other stuff's going on where like there's a a dig going on it's in a like a mountain area where close to where the the boys are at uh and we find out like they they're digging for something and supposedly they found some kind of uh, stuff in there, and they figure, oh, like it's like uh, supposedly Santa Claus is is in there, and he's probably like dead underneath or something. So there's uh, this company out to uh, get that find, and a bunch of other stuff happens, which uh, it was done well. Like there's some kind of creepiness factor going on, and as far as the uh, plot wise, uh, it's done awesome. Like uh, you find out, like. Uh, the kids like suspicious, like oh man, this Santa Claus is up there, and and he's trying to like figure out like oh man, is he spying on me? So he's trying to stay up late at night to see if Santa's gonna you know come and to his place or whatever. He's checking him out, and uh, he ends up falling asleep every time he's trying to stay up to to see if he's coming for him. 
and then on, on one part towards the beginning you see like there's a like where he wakes up and then there's the snow has fallen on his roof uh which is by his window like it's a second story house so there's like a little roofing on the from that first story and uh from his window you could see like footprints uh with bare feet so he's all thinking oh man like uh he came over and spied on us and i missed out and he's trying to he at, at one point he's questioning his dad like hey did you come up there and he's like, i'm not gonna answer those you know dumb questions and he's like no well just answer this one and he's like did you come up there and he's like no i didn't so uh yeah it's got all that like some you know stuff uh, kind of cooking in the beginning um and it does pay off big time like towards the end like uh they yeah. do capture like this guy like uh, there's like a bear trap because the uh the daddy's trying to actually uh there's the people around him they like to uh capture uh what are those uh the reindeer that are Don't, in the area they kind of like yeah uh, hoard them so they're trying to get that stuff going and uh, they end up catching the uh the one that they, they believe is santa claus he kind of looks like him um he's like an older guy but he's uh he's not fat because they catch him and he's injured because he fell into the uh the wolf trap and then the dad spots him afterwards and he's like oh shit like he sees a human and then he, he tries to get rid of the body and he's like he's uh he sees him like he's an older guy and he's like oh man like he he just figures okay he's dead i mean he's kind of got like no light the uh no uh signs of life basically but later on when they kind of mess with them and they bring them into this uh this hangar um they're messing with the body a little bit and they're ready to chop them up into pieces and then they, they started noticing that he's kind of breathing a little bit and kind of moving around a little bit like they uh the dad like was grabbing the arm to chop uh the arm off to cut him into pieces and then he moves the arm back and he's like hey did you see that so it's just like little touches like that 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 was pretty cool and pretty memorable um and like i said the look of the uh the one that supposedly they thought was santa i thought it was done well and like uh kind of i'm gonna get more into a little bit of spoiler alert right now for sure is uh later on we find out that that as that that uh the guy that they thought was santa right there that they have he is not santa he's just one of the elves it's like holy shit when you find that out it's like what the fuck and then uh, later on, you yep. see like, and a, you find out that there's a shit ton more of them. Yeah, out there. and it's all like these creepy old-looking men that are naked in the snow, just walking yes. around barefoot with long-ass beards, all in in kind of yep. different shapes and sizes. And it's like, oh shit! And they all got like uh, pit uh, pickaxes or pitch whatever you call them. And it's like, oh shit! And they're all surrounding them. And it's like, and then the way like you see people, like it's not a very gory movie. For sure, but the but the way the effect was done and the way they're shot, uh, it's very effective when the kills happen because you just see people like disappear and like 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 if they had a helmet or something, that's all that's basically left of them. And it's like, oh man, they got them, or it's like like if they're, they're like eating these people, and it's like, oh crap, like what kind of like force or how big is this thing or what kind of monstrous thing is taking these people and um. Uh, and also, like, uh, you see, like, an army of, well, not an army, it's that's what you can't call animals, but, like, a, I'll say a herd of reindeer, like, with, I don't know, maybe it's, like, 300 or so reindeer, and they're all killed, and that's how the uh, the uh, the family spots them and the, and the uh, surrounding neighbors, and it's like, what the hell happened to this? They thought it was wolves in the beginning, but there's no wolf pack that's going to take that many reindeer out, so they're wondering what the hell happened with them. And the kid already has his suspicions. Yeah, and the the the, the our our main uh, 
character, the little boy. Yeah. Like, he's kind of, he already knows what's going on, you know, because like you said, he was looking into this stuff even before yeah. and found out that the real Santa Claus was more like Krampus. Like, he came and punished and severely punished the kids yeah. that were naughty. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, well, those those reindeer are dead. Like, he's, like, it's, like we mentioned, he's got his suspicions and he's checking out all the different clues. So he's moving the, one of the deer around, like, underneath. And he ends up finding more, uh, more bare uh, human footprints underneath, so he knows it's not a wolf that killed him. Um, so yeah, one of the other cool. No, and the, but at the same, like at that same time, like because as a viewer, we're like, oh, you know, we we're thinking it's Santa Claus too. Yeah. So I was like, I was thinking, oh, Santa Claus was out there eating them or whatever. Yeah. But no, it was all the elves. Yeah. So uh, that, like I said, it had a cool, like the storyline had not nice. Uh, plot twist here and there um one of the cool kills like there's like the the main boss that we kind of like we just heard the voice of like that was like uh telling the people that were doing the dig uh that you know what he wanted and when when he wanted the stuff exported and then he lost uh he was on his way to get the stuff and uh he ended up losing uh communication with the people because all the people that were doing the digs they all died they all got taken out so uh, when he end, when he does end up arriving, uh, the family they captured that the the person that they thought was Santa Claus, and uh, they bring him over, and they're trying to figure out like oh it's like you know they're trying to figure out okay how much should we ask, uh, as far as like for for when you know for Santa Claus, and then they have like a certain debt and and uh, with the debt they wanted to get rid of it, so they're like all right let's ask for this much and I think they said like eighty something thousand. Or maybe just straight up eighty-five thousand, yeah, something like that. So it was like eighty thousand or eighty-five thousand, and um, and they're like, all right. So he asked that, and then the guy kind of is like, okay, like you know, and then they're basically gonna make the deal, and then later on, the like some stuff happens, and the guy's like, oh, like, like get rid of your guns and act your, you know, like act uh, very nice, and because like he knows when you're naughty and stuff or some kind of thing like that, and then like a few seconds later, you see like a, a pickaxe. Right to the hip to that guy, he's done for. So uh, that's it for him. Well, before that, he he tells him that that's not Santa. Yeah, that that he's he's a uh, Santa's helper, and then the other guy's like, he's saying it's 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 an elf. Yeah, <laughs> and that's really oh shit. Yeah, and then before that, also like there was some stuff going on where like the authorities were like, hey, there's some strange stuff going on. Like the people were missing uh, like heaters from their houses and. All this other kind of stuff, and like uh, there was a potato, a potato yeah. farmer. He had like all his potatoes ready to go, and in sacks, and then all the sacks were taken, and all the potatoes were left behind. So, yep. uh, and then the uh, the main the main character, the little boy, he he notices that like all his friends were gone. Yeah, especially missing- like one of them that was kind of a little bit bullying him. Uh, he was one of the main guys. He ends up going missing too. Like he goes over to talk to him like to wake him up because he sees he's under the bed supposedly and then he pulls down the sheets and then he sees like there's just kind of like a a figure of him made out of like uh like straw or some kind of uh material and it's like oh shit and then uh, he's i think he saw a character like or that same type of thing in a different different uh part of the movie as well you saw that doll or one like that before that scene so you knew yeah, something so, was up. Uh, you know those kids are getting all snatched up, and those potato sacks. That's uh, basically what they ended up using the, you know, sticking the kids in. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, yeah, you, we end up finding, like, there's a, a hanger, and it says 24 on there. And then you open it up, and uh, the kid had, like, a book, one of those things where, like, for each day you open the stuff up, and it has a chocolate or some kind of thing in there. So you get to, Yeah, the uh, uh, advent calendar. Yeah, till you get to, uh, you know, the spot that you're supposed to get to. Uh, so uh, he didn't want to open up the certain door, which was the 24. And it's kind of crazy that that hanger had 24 in there. You open it up, and... Yeah, there's good old St. Nick, but he's still uh, basically an ice cube, a gigantic ice cube yep. in there. And the elves grabbed all that stuff. They had the kids there, and they had all the heaters, and they're basically trying to uh, melt the ice to get to Santa Claus underneath the uh, the ice. So before all, like, the uh, the people, that the, the uh, our main characters and the other supporting characters, they end up going inside there. And the elves are surrounding them, and they're they're trying to get keep the elves from coming in. So they're they're like getting the heaters and unplugging them, so like the ice doesn't melt, and they're throwing that stuff to uh, to barricade the door. And um, while Santa's thawing out, they're like, all right, we got to figure out what to do. So they ended up like uh, putting dynamite, all like digging hole, they're drilling holes along the the uh, cube, and uh, the, putting dynamite sticks all throughout that area. And then they end up cutting off like Santa. The uh, Santa had like gigantic, I guess you would call them like antlers. So they take those um, or horns. Yeah. So they take those things and. Uh, Dude, I really like that shit because, like you said, uh, Santa he's in a, a big ass ice cube yeah. like the whole time, and they're trying to melt him. So the only thing you can really see of him are those horns that are sticking out, and they look just like. Like uh, the horns from Krampus, yeah. you know. So like I can imagine like it being Krampus, like that whole look yeah. inside of that ice cube. Like like that's what I've pictured what he has looked like because we actually don't get to see what he looks like. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder what. Uh, I mean, like it's effective just the way they had it, but I kind of yeah, kinda, it really is. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering what was underneath, but it kind of I kind of that feeling where like okay, like uh, less is more sometimes. So what they worked with, it was it was enough, you know. So yeah, so yeah, that stuff's going on. They they got a plan, and then the boy, uh, our main character, he uh, he instead of freeing all the boys, like they freed his friend, and then they they threw him back in the sack. He's like, yeah, you got to go back in because there's this plan, and they they're the they're saying yeah, the elves are surrounding him because they're after they they they're after the uh, the uh, the prize that's there is those kids. So they dump them in this net, and then the uh, it's funny, like they have the plan, and then the ginger snap cookies that that end up uh, showing towards the beginning, they play a part in it. Where like one of the uh, characters uh, that was attacked by the one that they thought was Santa, he had his like ear bitten off by by that guy. Uh, he ends up uh, going through the uh, the big ass army of Santas, but in order to distract them, he had the, those uh, gingerbread cookies, and he he throws it at them. And instead of like attacking, they they go after the cookie. They throw down their their pickaxe. It's like all right, we're you know. So uh, they go after the cookie. It's I guess it's in their blood. So uh, <laughs> he ends up. Well, they're elves, yeah, dude. So yeah. gingerbread cookies, fucking hot chocolate. Yeah. Candy canes. I'm sure they love yeah, all that so shit. Even though they're evil, they got their flaws. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, they he ends up making it to a helicopter that uh, that the uh, business guy arrived in. And he ends up taking off with that. And he goes uh, he has a net from it and he ends up they scoop up all the uh the naughty boys that were and uh girls that were in the uh the potato sacks they're in there and then uh our main character that boy he ends up 
uh, going, flying off with them. So they have walkie. They're talking to each other. They take off, and while they're taking off, all the uh, the elves start chasing the net. So it's basically they're herding them over to a certain spot. So the the boys' plan is working. They they take off with the elves, and as far as their other crew with the uh, the dad and the rest of the guys, they have they they take off with the the horns that they chopped off from Santa. And uh, they're driving off, and they're they're uh, they got the dynamite uh, wiring uh, getting unreeled as they're going. So uh, later on, uh, it kind of looks like it's kind of went like I said, like as far as story ways, it's kind of cool too. Like it seems like uh, when the boy goes, like they get to a certain spot, and then it kind of seems like uh, in the story, like the boy does a certain act, and it seems like he's gonna sacrifice himself, and it does seem like that's yeah. gonna be it for the boy. Uh, and spoiler alert, it doesn't happen. So, uh, so that's kind of cool. Like it kind of felt like okay. If, I mean, if it did happen, it kind of it would still would have worked as far as story wise. But it's kind of cool that it didn't. It could have gone either way, which it it would have worked for me both ways. Yeah. So yeah, he gathers up all the Santa Clauses, and then it looks like they're gonna finish him off because they run off into the enclosure where they have him. And then uh, on on the other, like you see that going on with the boy. Stuck in the area because he jumped off of the net and and the, the helicopter. It was mentioned that the guy was like, "Well, if you you know you get away from here, I'm not going to be able to scoop you up." So that was basically. It looks like that's going to be the end for him. But it, on the uh, you see on the next scene that splits off from it, uh, the dad and and the other gentleman they they uh, they blow up that uh, that hangar area that 24. So you see Santa Claus's area get blown up by all that dynamite. On that last second, it splits off to where the boy is at after that explosion. And then those Santas that were kind of like blood-raving uh, blood maniacs, they're just standing there like uh, like kind of like like uh, zombies or like uh, the grandpa from... Uh, oh, it's like they were confused. Like, they didn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> or it, they were kind of like the uh, grandpa from Silent Night, Deadly Night, where they just uh, kind of yes. went kind of tonic. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they kind of they're just looking at each other like uh what the fuck now they, what are we, uh, what are we doing they're like ah oh, shit Santa's dead so uh now now what <laughs> he's like well they you just put all these elves out of work <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh and that's basically what it is like Santa's dead so they don't have to do what they what you know they don't have to do his his bidding anymore yeah so on the next part uh which is the, basically the ending of the movie uh, it makes sense on why they call this rare exports. So they end up like uh, they they have all the Santas. They they get them together, and you see uh, a certain uh, montage again, where where this time you see them like cleaning up the Santas, like they're in a shower area, and they're taking all the the dirtiness off of them, and then they're cleaning them up and kind of training them uh, and dressing them up like uh, Santa Clauses that everybody knows and loves, and the look of of them. So uh, they're like, all right, like uh, I forgot how many, but there was hundreds of them. And they're like, okay, we got all these many Santas, and then we were asking this much money for them before, like the uh, the eighty grand. And it's like uh, yeah. times you know, like the hundreds that they have, and they're like, oh, this is so many millions of dollars. So you see, at the end, they end up uh, creating some of these guys off and sending them to different countries, and that's their business now instead of the uh, the meat business. And it's like, okay, so now it makes sense of why it's called Rare Exports because uh, now they're exporting all these uh, multiple Santas that they have now. Yep. 
And that's pretty much the only thing that makes sense about it is that that's why they titled it that. Because the plot itself doesn't fucking make sense, dude. <laughs> I like the movie, don't get me wrong. But I, I just, I, 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 like, why are they shipping Santa Clauses out? Like, what? who are they shipping them to? And what are they going to do with them? I think since they... Are they going to put them in malls? I'm like, we already have people that'll do that for way less money. Mm. And that and they're not they're not even Santa Clauses. They're they're fucking elves. Well they're elves, but they act like Santa Clauses. It's like remember that they mentioned I don't know if you, you caught this or not, Paul, but they, they mentioned that uh just because he's the actual Santa Claus was Santa Claus and these were elves, they basically did what Santa Claus uh would do is that he would go to different places and find out if the kids are naughty or nice. And that way they'd know to be, you know, punished or not. Uh, that's why they you saw those footprints by the kids' area. Um, and that's why all those other ones got sacked and the other one didn't. Okay. So they basically... Yeah, okay. No, okay. I, I understand that, like, why they would be Santa Clauses now. But I still don't get, like, who's buying them and for what. Yeah, it, w- it wouldn't be like the toy companies because Santa Claus gives shit out for free. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be the malls because they got Me, mall Santa Claus that do it for minimum wage. I don't know who would be buying them, <laughs> that, but I, I'm thinking that, like, since they can't, like, that's why it's mentioned, like, if there was just only one Santa Claus, he there's no way that he can do all that he does in one night since those elves are around and they basically do what Santa was supposed to be doing where he checks out all that stuff yeah and brings so, out okay the gifts. so yeah yeah i do remember that so i do get the whole why they calling them santa claus and shit but yeah i just i i can't understand how they can make a business out of this no well <laughs> and that's why they're sending them out to different areas um but i just don't know like what who the buyer would be as far as that but and why like i don't understand what i'm like maybe slave labor because I, I'm just thinking that you know, as far as plot wise, maybe they live for fucking ever and they don't really need much, so they could just have them working for fucking all the time. <laughs> nah, I don't know. To... <laughs> They're going to like sweatshops. I don't know. <laughs> well, to me, I'm thinking that maybe it's like that to change change things up, where like there are, where it changes the world, where there is actually a Santa Claus. But I mean, all these guys would be them, um, and that that way kids would believe again. Maybe that would be it. I don't know. Now, that would work if there is just the one, right? But if you have, like, hundreds and hundreds of them and and you're trying to convince the world, oh, that they're real, like, well, I mean, you just got that guy from the fucking homeless shelter. <laughs> you know? Well, no, but I'm just saying if it was only one, then it wouldn't work because as far as the plot, how it is, that if there was only one, he would not be able to hit the whole world up for uh, those toys. And uh, since there's no, I I know I'm just saying like to make to make me kind of understand like how are they making a business out of it? that's what I I don't understand, and that's like the big plot point of the movie. Yeah, and like it, this movie came from uh, a couple of shorts mm. that that were the same uh, rare exports the the same thing. Mm. And like there is a sequel to that, so I actually I I need to watch that, but I still don't like what the fuck. Like I don't know. I, that's the weakest part of the movie because the the movie itself I liked it a lot. Huh. It's just the the reasoning for the whole thing. I guess huh. I just don't get it. Well, Paul's stuck on that. I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, 
All right, so uh, like let's uh, like we said, it's gonna be a quickie this time. Might as well get on to the scores, right, Paul? Yep. I'll go first this time. All right. I give it a six point five. Uh, I do like it. I I thought it was fucking cool. Like it was good. Um, I just have to knock it down a little bit because of that. Because like I just don't understand how they could make a business out of it, and for the movie to be titled Rare Exports and implying that this is their business and all that, especially when you figure it out. And if they were ever to do sequels, which I doubt because this movie's already 10 years old. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. Like it, it doesn't make any sense to me. So I had to knock it down a little bit, but the, the production value was fucking awesome. Um, the plot up until that point at the end where you see that's what they're doing was was cool because it's like it took you for a ride like you thought the old man was santa claus yeah but then you find out he's not and that they're that they're all elves and they're not the elves that we thought elves would be you know so that was cool um making the original real santa claus more like krampus i thought that was cool because if you look into the history about it like the santa claus that we know didn't come around until hundreds of years after the original Santa who was like Krampus. So that actually plays into reality a little bit. So I thought that was cool. Um, I did like how we didn't see him because like you said, it kind of left it to the imagination. So I was thinking like Krampus from the movie. Yeah. So, I, and, and, and I love that look. So that's what I was thinking was just a even bigger version of him. Huh. Um, all the acting was top notch. It didn't bother me that it was in another language. I was able to follow everything that was going on. So, like, I, I liked it a lot. Um, I would have gave it a little bit higher score if it wasn't because of that ending. Like, <laughs> then it kind of switched tone. It, it, it switched tones, too. It, uh, it was a little more comedic. Uh, it, uh, it, 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 that ending killed it for Paul. Um, as it, it knocked this, uh, this score down a notch or two for him. It kind of did, man. Like, if this movie was titled something else and they didn't have that motive to to send them all out as Santa Clauses and make a business out of it. Because when you read the synopsis for the shorts, like that is their business. They, they go and hunt Santa Clauses and capture them and sell them. So that's what I don't, I don't get it. Uh, and Paul, I've, I've, I've got no answers to your question there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So going on to, uh, the Wolfman's review, which is I, <laughs> I mean, as far as the score, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one a uh, seven point five. Uh, oh, there you go. I mean, like it, it uh, for all those things that Paul said, I, I have to agree with uh, most of all that stuff. Uh, the only thing that that uh, I you know that I have to disagree with because he didn't really like I said we have different tastes sometimes, and uh, as far as that ending, it didn't really kill it for me. So I can't I can't really. Uh, Knock that much points off that as much as it bothered Paul. It kind of really didn't, uh, you know, irk me as bad, and I didn't, I didn't really think about it so much. Uh, uh, what what helped this movie out that I loved it, like I said when I mentioned in the beginning, the uh, the look of it, as far as the that it looks like top notch stuff. Uh, the acting was done well, and I gotta agree with Paul. Like the uh, being foreign didn't bother me that I had to read this stuff as far as uh, to get through it once. Um, it all looked good. It all looked good. This I love the uh the twists 
uh, like you know, as we said, we thought that was uh, that was gonna be the Santa Claus right there, and then to find out there's an army of them, and then the the you know that was a that was probably the biggest point uh, high point of the movie for me is finding that part yeah. out, and then seeing the army of uh, elves out there, and then they're all just a bunch of like naked old white dudes with long beards. Uh, just out there in the <laughs> snow with their bare feet out there, dude. And and when you say naked, you fucking mean it, dude. There's dicks, dicks galore. Well, in this movie, the thing is, though, I mean, I, like, I don't see those for the most part. It's kind of like uh, like far shots <laughs> for the most part, where where they're kind of far away, so you don't really see it until like towards the end. So I mean, you know that they're naked, but you don't really see nothing until the it, end. It's in it's it's basically one scene where you see like a lot of dicks, but they're there. Yeah, but but that's the thing though. But just the the look, because they're older men, and then they're in the snow right there, uh, just yeah. pale dudes. It's like uh, it looks it, it look, you know, if I was in that situation, I'd be like holy shit! Like I think me and Paul, if we were surrounded by all those elves, we'd be like shitting our pants. So. Uh, <laughs> that, that I said, as far as terror wise, and like if you put yourself in this situation, even though, you know, of course it's not really, really ever gonna happen. But if you were children, and you're watching this, I, I think if we watch this as a child, we might even give it a higher score than what we're giving it as adults. But, I mean, just, but like <laughs> I said, a lot of the stuff that that went right on it, it was done well. So, a lot of high marks on it. Um, and I, for me, I think a seven point five is a, is a fair score. And and as far as the score that Paul gives it, I think it's fair as well because, like I said, uh, that ending killed it for him. So it's fair that he knocks it down a few. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, like, you know, I think I was a little harsh on it. I'm not going to change my score because yeah. I, I think that I was right yeah. as far, you know, my opinion, that ending. But the the rest of the movie, all the way up into that, that part, into the ending, yep. was fucking great. Yeah. Like, there was nothing wrong about about it at all like it was great yeah and uh the thing i liked about it was like i said i didn't know what to expect on the movie i didn't i didn't i didn't want to read nothing of what was going on i just heard that it was uh it might be a pretty good movie um and then uh so like i said i really i knew it was something based with santa claus in there and some type of dig but i didn't know if what was going to happen i didn't know if the main story is going to be about the people that were doing the digging or if that child was uh you know involved with those diggers uh, which wasn't the case. So, like I said, me not looking at what was going on, it it kept me intrigued. I'm like, okay, what's gonna happen next? So, Paul, did it have enough gore for you? Uh, yeah, for the kind of movie, it did. <laughs> it wasn't a whole lot. Um, a lot of animal gore. Yeah, but I thought it was really good. It was done well. Yeah, it was kind of hidden gore, but uh, you knew it was there. But yeah. it was more in your mind that hey, that's there, but you didn't yeah. see it. Yep. So, uh, Chainsaw Paul says. Check that shit out. There we go. All right, Wolfman. That's it for our fucking Christmas special, unless we could do another one. Well, we'll try, but uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yes. I'm freezing my nips off out here, dude. I bet. I bet you're sitting you, in my car. You're probably in a winter wonderland out there. It's all like, you're fucking probably uh, Jack Nicholson from The Shining right now. That's Paul. <laughs> yes. Right at the end. I'm about, and it's and it's almost three o'clock in the morning, dude. God so damn. we need to fucking call this episode. Shut it down. Paul, Shut it down. Paul is the uh, abominable snow Paul out there. But uh, no, man, I had a fucking blast though. It was fun. I did. I uh, it, it was fun uh, as always. That's why we do this. Uh, that's why we keep doing it. If it wasn't fun, we wouldn't be here anymore. 
<laughs> well, so, we say, fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we always have a good time. Uh, I hope you Cryptors have a good time, too. And uh, I know times, uh, you know, you guys might be going a little stir crazy out there. Or maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Hopefully you guys are all doing well. I know you guys all can't be doing well. Uh, some of you are, some of you aren't. So for all you Cryptors, if you aren't doing well, uh, I hope things get better for you. Things aren't always, you know, as bad as you think they are. Uh, sometimes you just got to uh, focus on the stuff you can control and not worry so much uh, as far as the things that you can't. So uh, I know that doesn't help too much, but maybe it does. I hope it does. So uh, a lot of Christmas love out there for you guys. Hope you all are well. You know, I couldn't have said it better myself, man. Huh. Thank you. Well, uh, thank you. touched the hearts of all of our five listeners. So have a good night. Merry Christmas and stay creepy. Ho, ho, ho. And with me tonight, our horror host that's been there from the beginning. He has a belly that shakes like it's a with a bowl full of jelly. Did I say that right? No. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. That uh, that shows you how uh, Christmassy I am. It's like I haven't yeah. heard that term since I was a child. <laughs> All right. Uh, and with me tonight is, uh, is Chainsaw Paul, the horror host. That has a belly that shakes like it's uh god damn it <laughs> that shakes just, like that it shakes like a like a not you don't have to say it just say that shakes like a that, bowl full of jelly. The horror host that has a belly that shakes like what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say that part. Like a bowl full of jelly. Just you're gonna have to clean that up, Paul. Just cut I, I know. I know it was clean right before that, and then when Not I asked you, it. just just add that. <laughs>